This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A reading from the Old Testament, New Revised Standard Version, Book of Leviticus, Chapter 11. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, From among all the land animals, these are the creatures that you may eat. Any animal that has divided hoofs, and is cleft-footed and chews the cud, such you may eat. But among those that chew the cud or have divided hoofs, you shall not eat the following. The camel, for even though it chews the cud, it does not have divided hoofs, it is unclean for you. The rock badger, for even though it chews the cud, it does not have divided hoofs, it is unclean for you. The hare, For even though it chews the cud, it does not have divided hoofs, it is unclean for you. The pig, for even though it has divided hoofs and is cleft-footed, it does not chew the cud, it is unclean for you. Of their flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall not touch. They are unclean for you. These you may eat of all that are in the waters. Everything in the waters that has fins and scales, whether in the seas or in the streams, such you may eat. But anything in the seas or the streams that does not have fins and scales, of the swarming creatures in the waters and among all the other living creatures that are in the waters, they are detestable to you, and detestable they shall remain. Of their flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall regard as detestable. Everything in the waters that does not have fins and scales is detestable to you. This week on Doughboys, we continue October Blessed our month-long exploration of religious chain restaurants, and investigate the American tradition of the Jewish deli with an L.A. legend, Cantor's Deli. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, the cheesy gordita hunk, the spoon man, Mike Mitchell. Hey, that's nice. I that, mean, also, that's not really nice. It's kind of, it's one of your favorite Taco Bell menu items and also calling you a hunk. It's combining your the favorite restaurant gordita with a physical hunk? compliment. Yeah. Like cheesy gordita crunch, but it's saying you're a hunk. That was courtesy. It was nice. That was courtesy of Jake Guralnik, who included phonetic pronunciation of his name, but not emphasis. You got to show, tell me what syllable to emphasize. It doesn't do me any help. No, it doesn't seem. It doesn't, seem it doesn't seem fun to email you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Are you got to tell me how to say your name. I'm just going to take a swing, <laughs> but if you don't give me any guidance, I, I don't know. I don't know what what I'm supposed to lean on. I'll take a swing right at you. We were, I thought oh, yeah. we were starting oh, yeah. oh, out nice. I, I forgot. It's, just... it's supposed to be a month of, month of tranquility and <laughs> I thought it was October blessed. I forgot. I forgot. It's good. I love you. Between, here, Jake writes, between endless rewatches of the birthday boys, one of the funniest sketch shows ever in my opinion, wow. and hours and hours of Doughboys content to get me through my pizza delivery shifts. Oh, wow. thank you for your service, Jake. Uh, the Spoon Man has been there to provide so many laughs along the way. 
He has helped make the dull and painful parts of life more tolerable, and for that, oh, man. I am genuinely thankful. That's very nice. You know what, Nick? I'm going to take a swing at you, put my arm around your back, and pat you on the shoulder. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just in case anyone's confused about what's going on, for October Blessed, which is the month we're currently in, instead of Roast Spoon Man, it's Holy Ghost Spoon Man. So send in your reverential tributes to Mitch to roastspoonman at gmail.com. Mitch, you just recorded another podcast that I was did. apparently a marathon. Not, was, not was, this, not not a Doughboys related. I'm some other two show. and a half hours, but man, hey, I'm the podcast king, baby. <laughs> you characterize yourself as the podcast king. That's right. N- not PFT, MIT, <laughs> Did you just struggle to spell your own last name? Uh, well, where was the struggle? <laughs> where was the struggle in that? And it's, I mean, it seemed like it took a second for you to conjure those letters in order. I, I, I was thinking of a joke, Nick. This podcast where we make jokes. Do you know? Uh, is this my mic that I'm turning up? I can't tell. No, I'm on one now. Oh boy, here we go. No, no, I'm not on one. I'm not. This is good content too. Yes, yeah, this jo- are these jokes. <laughs> what do you think jokes are? <laughs> I, I Nick, I attempt to do jokes. You know, you know what? None of them are doing anything, so I'm just gonna go with it. Uh, Nick, howdy how to Spoon Nation. Uh, or should I say? Should it be a holy ho? Is it what? How 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 do I do for what do I do for the? How about like a uh, just sort of like a kind of a general sort uh, of uh, 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 man something like yeah that. something like that. Eh, I'll just do howdy ho. <laughs> Here's a little drop. Ready? Backyard where I am smoking a brisket and some ribs. Just like kind of like doughy meat. Meat bombs or whatever. Right. Very high quality. Like chewing on these meats. Smoking these meats here. Or just a meaty meat, meat, little meat, a little meat torpedo. A big, uh, yeah. You get, you just get the a big meat log. Exactly. And or a little meat smoking. Yeah, and it's it's great. I I, I enjoy it. And the, the like the quality of the meat and the bread. The bread is so very specific, but it, it the the quality of the meat stands out, and and it's great. It's the, good. Smoking meat. Smoking these meats. Smoking meats earlier in the day. It was our friend uh, Zuckerberg, wasn't it? Is that who that was? I think Mark so. Zuckerberg. Yeah. It was a fine Jew. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> wow! Didn't mean to plan it that way, but <laughs> a fine Jewish man. Meat boys. This is from Caleb Dempson. Mm. I spent like four months planning this one, and I finally sat down and cooked up this drop. I hope you enjoy. Four months. Yeah, Caleb. What the fuck was going on? Isn't that like how long it took Mary Shelley to write Frankenstein? <laughs> also a great Jew, Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> well, the doctor is Jewish. The doctor is Jewish. The doctor is Jewish. Our guests today are a TV writer from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and a screenwriter from Fist Fight and Sonic the Hedgehog, David Phillips and Evan Susser. Guys, thanks for being here. Shalom. 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 Oh, hey, that's shalom. very nice. Shana No. No. <laughs> but, but shalom. What the guys. hell? All right. Yeah, I should not talk about it. No one knows when we're recording yeah. this. This could come out at any time. Uh, I yeah. guess specifically this October, it has to be. But. I mean, Wagner and I still don't know what it means. Yeah, we're I mean, we're completely lost. <laughs> Shalom is the thing that Michael Jackson says, right? <laughs> Does he say it? Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, I'm very excited to have you hey, both the, here. Yes. I just want to say that drop reminded me. Mm-hmm. In college, me and my my well, I didn't do. I brought them to a frat at Cornell, and they stole a meat log, 
out of like the frats. You brought your friends and they they did this meat heist. <laughs> they did a meat heist. This is my junior year. They stole like a big meat log out of, uh, and I was like, guys, you can't do that. But then I was kind of excited that they did. Yeah, that's great. And then we were gonna cook the whole thing like as a big roll. Uh huh. Like you know how like, you know how it's like burger meat that comes in like a big log, basically. Right. And I think they threw it on the grill, but I think it didn't really work out. Just but, like a like one of those ch- those chubs you get at like Costco or something, like a big thing of ground exactly, beef. Exactly. Yeah. They threw that on intact. Yeah, and on a grill. Yeah, isn't that cool? I guess. Was there no? You and I have a big difference of what we think is cool. <laughs> I and think not stealing cool. it from a frat is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was like a it was an animal housey time in my life. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute! What do you what, what what's the that's um about? not a good time to bring up animal. All right, house. fine. It was oh, all right. Yeah, it was controversial. Uh, uh, Zoolander type time. Yeah. There you go. Much better. <laughs> Very good, uh, guys. Glad you're both here. I have questions for both of you. Uh, first off, Susser, uh, can you confirm whether the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie includes a dramatic chase sequence where Espio the Chameleon is pursued by Heavy King? You know, it's tough because <laughs> you write the stuff and it has to go through a director. Right. It has to, you know, they have to cast it. You the studio's to, involved. You get, you get rewritten. You right. don't even know how involved you are going to be in the end. Right. But uh, unfortunately, I'm not at liberty to say. Wow. Well, the character's name was Heavy King? Yeah, there's Heavy King. Oh, phew. <laughs> I'm glad that, uh, Mitch, I, I tried to put you up for that part, but like I said, I only have so much sway at the project at a certain point. Hey, there you go. You can be the heavy king of podcasting. <laughs> I don't want to be the heavy king of podcasting. <laughs> Who's going to challenge you? All right, fine. I'll be the heavy king of podcasting. Uh, Sucks. Do you have any questions for DP? I actually oh, do have a question for DP. Um, you and I are, are both big Hillstone fans. You are a guest All on right. our Hillstone episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, God. The greatest chain restaurant in the world. I mean, just it's just a, an yep. amazing experience every time we go there. Um, yeah, it's the greatest chain restaurant if you want to hurt your tooth. You had oh one God. bad t- You You didn't even bring it up to the server. They would have rectified that. They would have comped your meal. Everything would have been great. Yeah, that was an insane story. Doc Rivers came in right after us. That's probably why he does a bad job t- coaching. He hurt his tooth. <laughs> You, you think Doc Rivers yeah. also got a piece of bone and a tonka prime rib? <laughs> it's a possibility. It happened to me. There's some. There's sometimes bones in meat. That's a thing that sometimes you encounter. Mm. I think, if anything, it shows how fresh the meat is. There you go. Exactly. It's like getting a bug in produce. It's like a, that's that's yeah. fresh. Um, <laughs> Wait, no, first, first of all, no, it's not. Bugs don't make up the inside of produce. Okay, well, you know what? Look, bones belong close to meat more than anything else belongs close to meat. It's where the meat comes from. It's on the bone. All right, all right. Oh, that's a good point. Hey, some Talmudic logic. <laughs> uh, Dave Phillips, I'm wondering if you have a recent Hillstone experience of note, or just any recent trends in the Ooh, in, your, in the Hillstone yeah. scene. Well, I've been going to the Houston's in Pasadena a lot wow. lately, and let me tell you. They do it as great as any other Hillstone restaurant does it across this country. That's a, dynamite. A great burger. Dear God. What? What is it? So I don't know. I, you I guys are eating at Hillstones every other night. What's going on here? Where else would you want to eat? <laughs> I don't think every other night is. We're not going. To, I mean, you're not going every other night. No. Once a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're fine restaurants. They're yeah. they're excellent restaurants. And, and if I have the opportunity to go there, you know, it's a little bit of an indulgence. But I but I always yeah. love. I always have a great experience there. You and I share meals there if from I, time to time. If I could invest in anything, I would invest in that franchise. DP, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Working up at Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. True. 
Kyle Murphy, my famous uh, character. <laughs> As everyone's Every, knows everyone it. knows everyone knows and loves. There was him. a huge tick in the audience in the Nielsen ratings on that. Episode. During I, yeah, I, yeah. I would I would believe it. Question is, how often is he coming up in the room? Are they talking about him coming back? What's the deal? Well, I imagine I mentioned the internet response when the show, you know, it switched networks. Yes. So much of the internet outcry was we need more Kyle Murphy. As you know, there was a lot of drama with the cancellation and the saving. And I think Bob Greenblatt actually, when he picked up the show and called Dan to tell him he wanted the show, he specifically asked for, for Kyle, for Kyle Murphy, Murphy. Yeah, to come wow. back. Wow. And wow. Um, that is a bombshell. So, yeah, that's pretty huge for us. That's huge for me. Um, but uh, so far, he's not in the show. <laughs> we pulled one over on old Greenblatt. And now Greenblatt's out. So we'll see. So that being said, no mention of him at all. Okay. All right. I think there's a dark uh, backstory there that we do need to explore. Mm, I agree. Sure. What Great. happened to Greenblatt? He's gone. Oh, wow. Well, let's drop the Hollywood news. I think that's already been released. Yeah, it's boring. He he decided. I didn't know to leave. that it was gone. Oh wow! All yeah, right. interesting. Mm. I was I was I for a second I was searching because my mom had texted me about your Brooklyn Nine Nine episode, bitch. But oh. I couldn't find what she texted. I couldn't find it. Does your mom text. watch the show? She yeah, she watches the show and she watched a bitch episode and Mitch's episode in particular. Does she listen That's to amazing. this show? I don't think she's ever heard Doughboys, oh, but boy. she she's aware it exists now. Hey, speaking of Greenblatts. Oh. Good tie-in. I thought it was a. I thought it was Very a good, good segue. It's fantastic. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah. it's a great. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not being sarcastic. It's great. I, I, I want to say Greenblatt's is a is a Jewish deli. Right. I, I want to say this, just to get this out, out of the way at the at the top of the episode. This is a, an episode about all Jewish delis. Right. We we, we went to a specific. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> Where well, you guys did that at the same time. <laughs> Well, okay, so so you know, here's uh, this is Evan speaking. I know there are two guests. So I'll just clarify that. And you know, you uh, you were you guys were planning this October blessed yes uh-huh. event October blessed October blessed, and you asked me if I wanted to come on and talk mm-hmm. Delhi, and I said, oh, you know, I was just on for the ice cream invitational, but then I start hearing your guys's talk, and you're saying, oh, well, we offered Scott Ackerman to come and talk about Jewish delis, and I said, okay, hold on. What's going on here? All right, we offered. Here's what we we uh, we gave Ackerman some options, as we do with with guests, and he settled on Chick Fil A versus In and Out, which I, I think was the appropriate uh, choice, given that he has an allegiance to In and Out Burger, mm-hmm. and he was also yes, raised, he knew raised how Christian. It worked out great. He knew how inappropriate. So I I called my good friend David Phillips. That's me. This voice, and I said, "This is an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> the Doughboys are going to try and talk about Jewish delis." With some goys. Oh my god! We got to get in there. <laughs> and yeah, we, we had a lot of great options for Jewish delis. Ackerman, Gabrus, Hanford, Gabrus <laughs> from Long Island. <laughs> Loud, obnoxious, seems Jewish, isn't? Not a Jew. <laughs> Not a Jew. <laughs> Surprising. So I, I said, you know, David, we got to go. We got to do this right. We got to, you know, really, you know, talk about, it. and then we're yes. gonna, we're gonna talk. We went to Cantor's. And then yes, I, Mitch, you did say maybe we'll just talk about all Jewish delis. Uh-huh. But then we but started. I, yeah, David. I don't think that sat right with us at yeah. all. I think that we kind of realized. <laughs> oh my god, there is too much material there. Yeah, there's too much to cover, and I think that 
Oh sure. no. Sure. <laughs> what a what a disaster. Oh, Too much God. to cover <laughs> in a podcast where we, we talk about cum Santas and ghosts for five like fifteen minutes. We we, we love the and, best. Then, and yet you're trying to jump put a whole entire genre of food into one episode cram it in there so you don't have to deal with it anymore i want to return to mitch to try and neatly pack something into such a small space <laughs> mitch's first example of the tangents we go on is come santas <laughs> plural it was a recent one you so said, i thought of it you said come santa yeah. once it's like it's so, a frequent topic so you expect to properly be able to talk about uh the importance and significance of a knish while at the same time talking about cum Santas for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's right. not going to work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Yeah, we need that time allocated so we can discuss a so, Santa with so a beard we're, of jizz. We're going to talk about uh, Cantor's uh, Deli today. And we're also going to talk, yes, about Jewish uh, deli food more broadly. And but, can but, we also talk about what would happen if Freddie worked at a Jewish deli? <laughs> yes, yeah, we'll yes, work that yes, in. Yes, of right, course good. we will talk about that. Thank you. But David and I have been talking. Do you want to kind of... Pastrami on die, bitch. <laughs> okay. So Check. That's allowed. <laughs> We're great. We okay, got okay, over okay. it. We did it. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been talking and we noticed I that like there's that. just a real, uh, there was much more of a hole for this than we realized initially, I think, um, that we wanted to kind of fill the Jewish uh, deli space. Right. And- Audio in, entertainment. In audio entertainment. Wow. Not just to limit us there, but we're going to start there. Yes. So we have decided, and this is 100% real. Wow. We will be forming the Deli Boys. Deli Boys. Wow. This and is a bombshell. This will be launching on the first night of Hanukkah this year. Yes. Wow. wow. December 2nd. Wow. And just, you know, uh, we're really excited to be here, but we just want to be very clear about our relationship. So we have something for you guys. What the fuck we is just, this? We just need to run over some boilerplate <laughs> stuff. What the hell? Okay, um, Susser has taken out a manila envelope with some legal documents inside, it appears. So well, here, here, these are... Sorry, I'm not on mic here. We got... Here, these are for you. Okay. What the hell is this shit? I have been yeah. handed a document with a paper clip to a signature page, and, and it is... reads podcast creation You agreement. don't need to read it. You can just go ahead and sign it. It's not, Don't be concerned this at all. This is the I longest... <laughs> This is the longest document. Hey, just go ahead Can we get our sign. lawyer on the phone? It just really quick. You know what? Uh, Lev Ginsburg, we, we, yeah. he'll trust us. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys have a, a handshake agreement just, with, our, a, with our lawyer? Our lawyer's just going to run you through did you, hey, a lot of Did you legalese. promise Ginsburg a fucking spot on Deli Boys? <laughs> you sick sons of bitches. You know, that's... Uh, <laughs> Lawyer we're, podcast. Yeah, we're not we're not at liberty to discuss any future episodes of Deli Boys. Number yet one, Doughboys Media. Doughboys Media should have no rights or ownership of Deli Boys. <laughs> well, I think that's reasonable. Fine, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's Party fine. It's right. your guys' idea. <laughs> we're, like, we're not claiming to own uh, your so show. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think you need you know, to keep reading. You can read it after the podcast. It's obviously not that. Dear God. Party One acknowledges that Yusong Liu and Emma Erdbrink do not have any non-compete clauses for their employment, and part two, Party Two is welcome to employ them if terms can be agreed upon. I, I think that's a very fair thing we need in writing. Yeah, hey, that's fine. We don't. Hey, we're not, they're not exclusive to us. They can take other jobs. Yusong, Emma, what are they paying you? We'll half it. <laughs> Party One agrees it does that. Matter. <laughs> Wait a minute. Party One agrees that after the October blessed month, they will review no future Jewish delis. In exchange, Party Two agrees that their show will not include reviews of McDonald's, Burger King, or any non-Jewish deli eating establishment. Yeah, no shit. 
This yeah. is bull. <laughs> Weiger. Mean, yeah. Party it's one. Easy. It's very easy. Hold on. Bull- stuff. Bullet, bullet point seven. Party one shall provide 10% of all Patreon monies collected from show <laughs> two to party two. So wait, so you're saying that we're going to we're going to put your show up on our Patreon and then give you money for it? All right. No, you're not, no, no, no. Hold on. I'll just to be very clear. You are not putting uh, our show on Patreon. We're not doing the Joe Saunders yeah, model. Yeah, yeah. We're not, Good, because that was a disaster. <laughs> Yeah, I want, I want to be. I want to be. I want to be clear with this. We can't have another breadcast. We're, we're, we 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 have to issue a formal apology for breadcast. People were so upset that they got a piece of non Doughboys content. The, the, in their U, the U2 feed album of podcasts. <laughs> it was free, and people were people so upset. Mad. Uh, so sorry about that. If, if you're not oh. a Patreon subscriber, Breadcast appeared for free on people's feeds on Fridays, and they didn't know what was going on. Nick, like I said to you, who would have thought that a quiet man talking about bread would have been uh, received so poorly? <laughs> I found it to be delightful. I thought it was great. I was a guest. I thought David was a guest, and he was fantastic. It was part of what made me say, we got to get moving on this, this boys thing. So wait a minute. <laughs> Party two shall receive ownership of Wally and Irma with agreement to lease them back to party one for a hundred dollars per month. I think that's a very fair offer. You we're signing away guys. we're oh. signing away custody of Mitch's cats. <laughs> no, you're receiving them back at a price. This is not the, the, I think you're misreading the contract entirely. I don't think Mitch this would hold up in custody. court. This is insane. First of all, I think we, is- we had a very earnest conversation about how, like how in my community, how Jewish boys were re- like, how they were treated, and and how and like my perception of them growing up, and we had a nice chat about that and the thing, and then and and you were saying like, oh, like yeah, that thing about like Jewish people being sneaky and so on and so forth. I was saying that. You, you, uh, you I mean, don't remember this at all. <laughs> me you and Weiger. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? My goodness. When did this happen? This is- Hold on a second. <laughs> don't you two dare turn this on me, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Sign the contract. Uh, let's, get, let's get the it contract. Was, it, was, it was a great wow, conversation. Mitch is adjusting the Mitch, contract. <laughs> Mitch, are you remembering a but message? I just wanted this to be known. Mitch is taking the contract seriously. <laughs> He's reviewing this contract. He crossed out the <laughs> bullet point <laughs> involving Patreon and the bullet point involving <laughs> Wally and Irma. I'm with you on that. I don't think it's fair for them so to take your are, cats. You're not going to agree upon those No, terms. I'm not going to agree to those I, terms. I, I, this I, would I, need I to was, be amended. I was saying that, that I didn't have a lot of, lot of Jewish uh, families growing up in my neighborhood. And once I got to college and once I met a great friend Eddie Kinkle I've I realized I have so much in common with Jewish people I, I love them uh, uh, and they're they're great folks you guys come in here with this contract trying to steal money and shows from us what the fuck Mike, is this I wouldn't say that that's what we're doing here we're offering you a service <laughs> and in turn you will give us a service back. This is a, just an agreement. We're here on your show. But but look, you know, ultimately, there's a great... <laughs> this is so... The second page is too official. <laughs> you guys are... You losers. <laughs> uh, there's a great tradition of Jewish uh, comedy. And contracts. And contracts. And we decided <laughs> to start this podcast off right with both of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll t- we'll talk about this later. Yeah, but can, all right. look, you can review later. Just sign it first. <laughs> and we'll- party one shall receive no compensation from a potential adaptation of Party Two's show into a Broadway musical. You never know. You never Deli know. Boys the musical, <laughs> but like it would be like Jersey Boys. Sure, <laughs> already a better a great <laughs> idea, Mitch. When was the last time you went to a Broadway musical? <sighs> a long time ago. Do you know who's in the audience? Who old Jews? <laughs> 
So you're saying that this demographic would be excited to see something about Absolutely. two nice Jewish boys who created a, a deli-based yeah. podcast. Mm -hmm. No stakes at all. I, tr I trust that you guys <laughs> know that market. So. Hey, hey, we got our tagline already. There's no stakes here, just brisket. No? Yeah, no stakes it's like story stakes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, DP. I got it. I got it. I got Hold on a second. Did you just come up with that on the spot? Yeah, oh, it just happening. Yeah, the, the, there's know. no stakes here. That's that sounds like the oldest <laughs> joke I've ever heard in my entire. <laughs> that's that sounds like a cat skills joke, but that, right, you yeah. really just came up. That's great. I love it. Uh, you know I what? Maybe I will just sign it. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> no, this deal's a non-starter. <laughs> Put the pen down. You guys are scared to actually <laughs> sign it. I'm not going to sign this. I know this isn't binding, um, but also I want it out of the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> <Terrifying>. <laughs> Um, now, now, now yes. Nick, what is your what is your history with Jews? <laughs> Juden. <laughs> I like I've I've uh you know I, I do there were there were you were about to answer Jews. I like them was what you were yeah about I like to say. <laughs> better than just yeah. bringing up that they're sneaky. <laughs> I don't have any existing stereo uh, uh, like perceptions. I mean, but like I, have, I knew. Did you have Jewish friends? Growing yeah, up? Jewish friends. Growing up. I mean, there were there were Jews in uh in Lakewood, Long Beach. It wasn't like an uncommon thing. It yeah. wasn't like this was this was uh, rare where I was growing up. It was rare um, for me. I, this, right. this is the conversation we had outside of, of the deli we went to. Um, there was one family, the Biscontis, that, that were half Jewish, and we went over there for like Hanukkah. And I, the first time I ever had potato uh, latkes, 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 latkes. Sorry, uh, forgive me, latkes. No, that's okay. Uh, and I tried it, it three times and whiffed all three times. Latkes, I got it right yeah. the last time. Okay, uh -huh. and and uh, they, they blew my mind. I loved it, and then. After that, had no Jewish friends, didn't know any. There was only one Jewish kid in my school. Uh, I should, won't say his name, but uh, and 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 uh, I think he was a poor representation of uh, the good Jewish people I've met wow, over the year. Interesting. Mm. And okay. I, actually, I, I'm, I, 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 I told well, these guys that. Yeah, no, you didn't. What's, you what the hell is wrong with that? No, I, I said mean, he was a poor representation of of uh, the good Jewish people I've met. He over was just like a shitty kid. He sold Starbucks, star, <laughs> singular Starburst for twenty five cents. Okay, and he and he and, uh, and he was kind of an asshole. Uh, but you know what? I, I I grew to know him later, and he was in in like in high school. He was he was nicer. But he went he went the the one year I went to private school. He went to the same private school I went to. Got it. Then I got to college. Eddie Kinkle, I met one of the my my best buddies. He introduced me to Rubens. I love Ruben is one of my favorite sandwich of all, sandwich. sandwiches of all time. Mm -hmm. Susser and DP, two of my great friends out here. I, I love I love Jewish people, but I didn't I didn't ha I was very I, I was very uh, sheltered in, in that way. It depends on what. Yeah, I think it just depends on what part of the country you're in. There might just be all, nothing but Gentiles around you. I mean, yeah. that, that's just uh, uh, where you grow up. Uh, but were you th this? Uh, I, I'm curious about Eddie Kinkle. What did you call him? Did he have some like dumb Quincy nickname? Kinkle? Yeah, definitely not. I called him Edie a lot of the time. But you called him Edie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't run with Kinkle? The Kinks? Oh, no. Everyone, everyone, oh, everyone, really, man. everyone called him Kinkle. I mean, tons of people called him Kinkle, yeah. He, he was Jewish? Uh, he, yes. He, and if, he, he tells right. a story all the time. At a, at a young age, his, they presented him if he wanted to be, because his brother is Christian or Catholic. Uh -huh. His and, brother is? And his mom is Jewish. Oh, okay. And they yeah. presented him at an early age and said, what do you want to be? And he chose Jewish. And then he was always, he was like, I chose, he always says that he chose wrong and stuff. He's oh, a great interesting. Uh -huh. He was great. Um, I, I remember one of my first experiences with Jewish food was there was a, a Jewish scout in my Cub Scout pack. And uh, we had meetings at his, at his uh, parents' place. 
um, and uh, his mom made uh, made us uh, potato pancakes. And it was, I thought it was just such a fantastic snack. I mean, my mind was blown. Like, like just having the, fi- that was my, the first time I ever thought about having sour cream and applesauce together. Two things that I loved. I loved just mm-hmm. eating applesauce straight. I loved having, having sour cream on baked potatoes. Having them together in the, and with a fried potato treat, I was just like, this is oh, it's so insane. good. It's, it's w- so good. The first time you try that, that is one, that's, it's one of the great food moments in your life. I, yeah. I, 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 really, I really mean that. You know what? Eddie Kinkle's mom. Oh, go go ahead. Just a funny story. I remember Eddie Kinkle's mom came to our house my senior year, and she came downstairs, and she was like, oh, boy, someone looks hungover. Hadn't drank at all. <laughs> she said that about you? <laughs> Me and Eddie laughed about it a lot. She was like, someone's hungover. I was like, actually, <laughs> I hadn't drank in like three or four days. <laughs> I just looked like shit. <laughs> just, this is just how I am. Uh, yeah, p- potato latkes. One yeah. one of my, one of my favorite uh, treats, but uh, besides that, matzo ball soup. I mean, like, and all this stuff. Truly, all of this stuff I had. This is like college, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, right. even going to like a Jewish deli or anything like that. I mean, th- most of that stuff even really happened out here. My my first kind of like deep dive into Jewish delis happened in Los Angeles. Uh, didn't yeah, have, didn't no, have a lot of experience with it. No Jewish delis where you grew up. No, Jew, no Jewish like delis no in, 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 in the Quincy area. I mean, there's probably a couple in Boston, but... Right? They're not a lot. Emma? You there's, can, no, there's one in Boston. Uh, I can't remember the name right now. Yeah. There's one. It's in uh, Coolidge, But not, you know, like not, not readily, readily Almost available. Almost sounds like a trap if there's only one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, a know, trap? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to just be, have one centralized location where everyone... <laughs> um, it's no trap. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I remember another because weirdly, a lot of a, a few of my memories of inter- of interacting with Jewish culture were in the context of Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts. In Boy Scouts, that was the one time, or not the one time, but those are the only times I've been in a synagogue. Oh, I think for I think for a wedding, I was in a synagogue. Um, but I, I found that I like I really like wearing the yarmulke. Like when I, had, I got that opportunity, I was like, "Oh, this is great! I wish I got to do this at church." I, I thought about wearing a yarmulke today, but my <laughs> my wife said it would be offensive. That I would be, I would, it be is making, a, I would be making a mockery of my faith. It is very <laughs> borderline. What we're doing? Why would that? I mean, like, if, if you you really are Jew, is right? I think because I would be doing it to be funny. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I, I, yeah. I now I would do it because I don't care, but. <laughs> But, but I'm not as funny as Evan. I didn't even yeah, think right. to do it. But in the context, like, like that is a thing you would wear if you went to temple. Um, but there are some observant Jews who wear it seems, a yarmulke or some sort of head covering at all times. Yes. Uh, and, you know, this is the kind of stuff that we'll delve deeper into Delhi yeah. boys. Oh, interesting. I'll, I'll prepare more for that. But uh, I believe, So we probably can't keep talking about but, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a bullet point that got, covers this? We got to keep this interesting. <laughs> um, but I think that, yes. So I think that the Torah uh, commands you to cover mm-hmm. your head. I think that maybe different interpretations either are at all times or probably it's I knew I would need to should double check exactly what mm. what the meaning is but yes uh very observant Jews wear yarmulkes at all times and then conservative and reformed Jews would just wear it at temple got it do you know that I never saw locks on cream cheese and a bagel until I knew of it but I never saw it until I was in college another Jewish friend Evan Novick I didn't bring up a oh. uh, good college friend I'm gonna see him in Chicago in a couple of weeks but uh I'd never seen that I'd never seen that before and that that was uh that was different to me that what, what do you think 
I, when I tried it at the time, uh, it was actually my friend, I think Joe Aranda gave me a bite of it. And I was like, I do not like this at all. Now, as time has gone on, I do like it. Mm. I like it. I like, like it. your relationship with Jewish people in general. <laughs> <laughs> there was no bad time for me with Jewish people. From uh, my days browsing the message boards at stormfront.org <laughs> to today. What the I, fuck uh, is this? I will say, um, when I, I was younger, I was not in Boy Scouts. I was in, and this is, I feel uncomfortable even saying the name of the organization, but Indian Guides. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yes, yeah. the name of it. Uh, there's a Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie where mm-hmm. it's uh, depicted on film. Anyway, um, my whole group was Jewish. And it was a f- it's like a father and son thing that you do, but mm-hmm. it's very similar to Boy Scouts. And we would go on campouts. And then one year we uh, we had to cancel the campout. And I asked my parents why, and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, the KKK is camping out there. Oh, my <laughs> Jesus God. Christ. That's pretty, real. It was, it was pretty surprising. This is, in, this is in Maryland, the D.C. area? In Maryland, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. What a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's awful. Uh, when so in reality, it's crazy because if I would have gone to that camp out, I could have met Mitch like 20 years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening here? <laughs> Just because I said there wasn't a lot of just Jewish people growing around. Of, uh, what, I, what happened here? Is it true that you all could have camped out under Mitch's robe? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I don't do that. That's Phillips. never anything I ever do. I Phillips. never say stuff like that. I don't do that. Oh, it's my true. God. Today <laughs> might be the day I do turn on Jewish people. Oh no. oh, no. And whatever you are, Weiger, fuck you, too. We just we just discussed this. We right. just re- we were talking about your talk- Episcopalian, yeah, Episcopalian. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. discussed this. We spent an hour talking about our faiths uh, and yeah. sharing. Yeah, no, I didn't really listen when you were talking. <laughs> Um, I'm curious about uh, be, beyond the beyond delis, and I know some of this stuff is going to get on deli boys territory. But I, I <laughs> we, we we will speak, uh, we, you know, in good faith. We will discuss. Uh, we will discuss faith and Jewish food. Okay, great. So I'm I'm curious about uh, if if either of you guys were ever kosher for any appreciable period of time, um, and uh, what that what that was like, what that experience was like. Well, I was never kosher. My uncle and aunt, my my mom's sister and her husband were kosher uh, growing up. And that was always a strange experience for me, mm-hmm. but never, ever uh, observed any kind of kosher eating myself. Uh, and I grew up, my uh, family kept kosher in our house. Okay. Uh, but not kosher outside of the house. Got it. Uh, which is actually kind surprisingly common with Jews that there's mm-hmm. all sorts of people kind of make their own Interesting rules. Interesting rules. Yeah. Uh, right. Because obviously there's orthodox and very observant and then there everybody else in between. And like uh, David was saying, uh, family is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. So my both of my... Uh, parents, their parents kept kosher, so the kind of idea was, oh well, it, you know, it's kosher, so everyone can eat at everybody's house. Mm-hmm. Was kind of a part of it. And then uh, when I was in high school, I like started trying to a little bit like not eat like cheeseburgers and things like that for like a year or so, and then I gave that up. <laughs> and I guess I shouldn't say I shouldn't have said strange in case for some reason my aunt listens to this. But there was an interesting element of it where it was like I had no sensitivity towards their faith. So I was just like, got it, always frustrated when I was eating food there and just being like, oh, <laughs> now we have to have kosher meat. Or I was really upset when I couldn't have like milk after for dessert, like, oh, with, with, like right. brownies or something. Oh. Oh, and so it would like just be the tiniest thing. I was just, just spoiled, but like. You know, obviously. Yeah, and that's another thing about kosher food is everybody is like different. So even though we kept kosher at my house, there's a rule that like you're not supposed, you know, you're not supposed to eat like dairy and meat together. Mm -hmm. 
but you know, if you're being really strict, that's like four hours. Oh, interesting. And in my house, that was like, yeah, how about ten minutes? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, like, you just like change the dishes, whatever. <laughs> right. But uh, my aunt and uncle, who are uh, Orthodox and their family is, it was like, oh no, it's like four hours. So, so did you find kosher? Was it like, is it, it was it ever a struggle? Was it was it ever like 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 like? Oh wait, first... I forgot this. Yes. When I moved out to L.A., my roommate was in rabbinical school. And oh I wow. Agree- Whoa. And I agreed what? to keep kosher in the house, uh, like in our apartment, uh, which was a mistake. Yeah. I should not have agreed to that. Susser, is this true? Yeah, it is true. I just remember that. That's crazy. Um, sorry, but anyway. No, did, but did he? Ca- but he he, ca- he, he continued he, with being with rabbinical school. Uh, yes, he did. Oh wow! So he's a rabbi now. He's a rabbi. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you? Well, but it's you said that was a mistake, and that that's kind of the kind of thing I was driving at. So what was difficult about that? Like just in a, is was it just part well, of being a, a broke adult, or what yeah, was it exactly? So, yeah. So to keep kosher when you're a single. 22 year old who doesn't know how to cook yeah. and also doesn't have a lot of money it's very restrictive right. and very hard yeah uh because i think kosher food uh even though la is a very good city to find good kosher food as far as restaurants and stuff like that but most people who are eating kosher are having a lot of home cooked meals uh right with their family and that kind of stuff so relying on you know stuff that you're that i was making or like frozen kosher food it was not it was not great is the, there any kosher food that's better well go ahead i was just gonna say because you what you were talking about because this is a, a i know this is an issue with certain uh, certain cities just don't have any sort of jewish population the show i'm working on had a bit that was going on in mobile alabama and there was going to be a a, a, a an element where there was a there was a gag involving matzo ball soup well mm-hmm. it was shooting on site in mobile alabama and the production team was just like that we can't do it we just like we can't we'd have to find like a a deli in like Houston and then like fly it out. Like there's no, there's just no way to do it. Or you'd have to make it from scratch. There's just no, no options. Incorrect. There. Incorrect. They should have called Susser. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy, and it's not too good, yeah. but you can buy pre jarred uh, matzo ball soup okay. in a grocery store here in Los Angeles. And you could have overnighted it very easily to Mobile, Alabama. Wow. But that's kind of, I guess, what they were getting at. Right. That they had had. That would have been the option. You oh, would have had to fly it from another, like uh, it wasn't something they could get on site. Oh, on site. Okay. Yeah. No, that probably is true. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, you're. I still would have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mitch. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Uh, oh, is there anything that with kosher, kosher fruit that is, because uh, Susser, not to, we have an upcoming episode. Evan helped me out with a lot. We, we, we'll talk about it uh, in the, in the, in the, it's other in the past. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh it, it is in the out. past. Oh, yeah. It came out. We, you and I went to a we, – we went kosher uh, food shopping. Yes. We went to a kosher bakery. We went to a kosher supermarket. And you said to me that, you know, like the big thing is is that it's like other food, but then it's just kind of the worst version of food. <laughs> is there anything that's – any kosher foods that are like better? I mean like holla, holla. – I mean hot dogs I think yeah. is probably oh, a hell good, yeah. is a good mm-hmm. go-to. Oh, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. I yeah. love a Hebrew national hot dog. Yeah. But uh, is, 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 for a while, they were they were they used to be at Costco. That was like the thing. That, and then they eventually switched to a Kirkland Signature Frank, which I'd argue is competitive in terms of quality. Uh-huh. Um, but they do it because they 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 make a higher profit by not having another brand in there. Um, but the uh, the the Hebrew National Franks they had at the hot dog uh, stand at Costco for a while was just such an amazing bargain. They were so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I love when they were hot there. Hot dog, I think, is one of the best hot dogs. It's ever. really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So that's a go to. Uh, I would say, and then. No, you, you you can you can pronounce it for me. Challah bread, challah, yeah, challah bread. Yeah, it, it, you that, say bread weirder than yeah, <laughs> and also 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 the bread is unnecessary. Challah, oh, yeah. yeah. 
is I feel like that's a very tasty thing that people love. Yeah, uh, that's great. But yeah. I don't know if that's just. I mean, there are just foods that are kosher just yeah. inherently, right? That aren't yeah. ex- right. like made having to be made specifically. Like things can just be. Right, right. That's like, how, like how mainline so like Oreos bread, are vegan. Think, yeah, like I don't think challah bread can be unkosher, can it? Well, I mean, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if it's just not like made, you then? know, depending on how strict you are, if it's not made oh, in a kosher okay. bakery. Right. Well, mm. There we go. Um, but uh, because it's just bread, this is though. the interesting thing about Deli Boys is that I still have something to learn about my faith. Right, and I know everything, and, <laughs> and Evan knows I, everything. <laughs> you guys are in different places <laughs> in your it, spiritual yeah, journey. Really, That's what's so interesting. With, it's right. like uh, East Coast Jew and a West Coast Jew, mm-hmm. a completely not observant Jew and a somewhat a little bit <laughs> observant <laughs> Jew. <laughs> I mean, from two. Very good, well-off families on different sides of the coast. <laughs> one a doctor, son of a one, doctor, one the son of a doctor, one the son of a lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> Could we be any more different? Now that's that, that's that, what we'll explore. That 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 is a stereotype of 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 Jewish people is that the doctor and lawyer thing. But another stereotype. Is oh that, boy! Oh no! <laughs> oh, I don't like where this is going. Is that Jewish people are very funny? Oh, okay. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> Looking? No. <laughs> Funny people. There's a bunch of them in comedy. Yeah. They take all the damn jobs. There's so many of them out here. Look, I was trying to be nice and, yeah. and give a compliment. It's the truth. Do you, do you guys agree with that? Do you, do you think, do you, like, uh, like, is it a thing that, like, when you're growing up with, with a bunch of Jewish uh, friends, do you think that they are genuinely, like, you, uh, are, they, are they usually funnier? <laughs> Because I, I, I'm like, look, Harris is one of the funniest. I mean, you guys are insanely funny. Armin is one of the funniest guys I know. Harris is one of the funniest guys I knew ever knew. And and I just I, f- I feel like uh, it, it, I and I relate and I I feel like I, I relate. There's a lot of things with being Irish Catholic and Jewish that are actually kind of similar. I feel mm-hmm. like there's like a lot of st- hang ups and anxiety and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't I mean, it's interesting. I, I feel like I just happened to know a lot of Jews and not realize that it was weird that there were so many Jews around me. Yeah. But um, coming out and starting to do comedy, I didn't. I was like, this is crazy. I somehow felt like there were no Jews. I, mean, I, I also had that experience. I like you. Really? Me, oh, yeah. All of that. I felt like, oh, where are all the Jews? Like I everyone guess, talked yeah. about how like <laughs> Jews and comedy. And I was like, I might be one of the only Jewish yeah, people. And here. then I realized it's a successful people. <laughs> <laughs> They're already working. Yeah, they're, they're not doing they, this they show do for free. How to make a buck. Um, but they, they were probably like, why the hell are you guys at UCB Theater? <laughs> uh, you know, I think that's a really, I think it's, a, I was going to say very interesting talk, topic. I'll downgrade it to a somewhat interesting topic. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, it's interesting. Jews, uh, like, you know, in the 50s and 60s. Uh, in 70s had like kind of an outsider status yeah and that's always kind of a funny character yeah as you know jews have assimilated more they maybe don't have that outsider status so maybe they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily as funny but i think that like it's part of like jewish like there's kind of like a comedy part of like the i don't know i've known plenty of funny jews and plenty of unfunny jews yeah sure definitely a lot of unfunny jews yeah i think yeah generally genuinely generally i think that they're usually funny funny people um uh, very funny, smart people. Yeah, oh, Jesus great. Christ! Now you're working your <laughs> you way got, back. You got, you got, you guys have fucked me up. Now you can sign the contract. <laughs> uh, Mitch, don't get Mitch. Don't grab that pen. <laughs> I was gonna say, put as, your hands in your pockets. As uh, maybe do the, you? Okay. Do you want to talk about the noses now? <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> 
This sucks. I'm fucking out of here. Uh, <laughs> as the ultimate goy, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm big time goy. I want to tell you that the foods I thought of growing up that I thought of as Jewish. Can yeah. I tell you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bagel and cream cheese, honestly. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Locks were the other ones, even though I never tried them and it, and it weirded me out. <laughs> uh, Rubens. And yeah, you know, I don't David, I what think do you of a think? Reuben yeah, as Jewish. I think of Reuben is not really particularly Jewish. Man, I think of Reuben, Reuben's so much. I, I, don't, I don't know why. You might well, get them in the context of a Jewish deli, but I will say that, that it seems like Jewish delis serve a lot of non-kosher food, like yes. a lot of their menus for Gentiles. They do, and obviously a Reuben is not kosher because it's meat and cheese. Um, yeah. But pastrami is very Jewish, Yeah, uh, and a Reuben is you know common at a Jewish deli, but I don't. For me, it's not on the list of what I think of when I think of Jewish food. Maybe just also because it's on on rye bread yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then also uh, just matzo ball soup. Those are those were the big and potato lackeys. So those are those those are the only ones that I knew, knew as as Jewish food. Mm-hmm. And then sus, there's a whole world I don't know. I, I mean, you you showed me a lot of stuff the last couple of days that, wow. that that I that I did knew nothing about at all. Uh, I'm curious because one thing, and this is this is not unique to to Judaism. Um, but one thing is that there are holidays that involve fasting, and that's something as a as a someone who was raised uh, Christian and then uh, kind of agnostic for a spell. I never really experienced. The only fasting I've done is when I've been doing it for uh, nutritional reasons. What did you guys did you guys find yourself fasting uh, when you were growing up, and what was that experience like? I didn't really fast. My mom fasted. There were, again, the same thing with my family where like people did it and I was like, wow, I don't have to do this. And I'm then, amazed that you could just get away with yeah, not doing it. I, I just felt like the whole, the circuit that I was on for pretty uh, reformed Judaism, which is uh-huh. what it would be called, was once a week going to Hebrew school. That was a mandate. And you have to be bar mitzvah. And that was about it. And then there would be the Jewish things that would happen. Like we would go to temple once or twice a year and I would mm-hmm. have to go to that until until I was about until I left for college then I would come back and decide not to go it's pretty lax yeah and I was raised conservative Jewish again which, a huge which difference. was Hebrew school three times a week <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. that's crazy uh, and I would fast uh, and Yom Kippur is the holiday that you fast on and it was like really it was from like 6 p.m. because it starts at in the evening the holiday until mm-hmm. like 8 p.m. the next day and also fasting included no water oh my it god that's in, in, that's that's insane. insane that's a nightmare my, my dad at a certain point I reve- he revealed his secret is you come home after synagogue and you just sleep until the very as long as possible and wow like, yeah. also the other yeah. thing too is um, my parents were really observant about Yom Kippur, so we did not uh, use lights or watch television on Yom Kippur. So just Whoa, not eating pretty... and just like very, we're in it. Do we, what, did you just have candles, basically? Uh, well, no, you could leave lights on, but you couldn't, oh, you couldn't be turning turn them on, on and off. off. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's, uh, a, that's a little bit of a loophole. Well, it's more about... Uh, it's more about the energy. Like you're, you should. You don't know, I, I guess oh, I get it. It's not about the fact that you're yeah. not that no, you're it, using energy. Ramp and- Weiger. <laughs> <laughs> get, um, get fucking educated, Nick. <laughs> it's the um, Susser told me this stuff earlier today. The the work of do of yes, turning a work. switch on and off, not the fact that you're using yes. power. I got um, it. Then, in addition to that, uh, Passover, which I don't know, did you observe that at all or no? Yes, Passover. I was going to say was actually somewhat fun to observe because my mom would cook different things that I would be excited so to eat. Passover is not fasting, but it's you don't have any bread uh, during that for eight days. 
Mm. Uh, so that. That's yeah, that's I, when matzah so, comes into play, yeah. and, and that's a thing. Like, because I've I've done I've done paleo style diets where I had no bread for long stretches, and it does take some adaptation. But I'd imagine, like as a kid, bread was such a staple of me eating, and I imagine oh, yeah. that would that was challenging to not have any bread for a while, right? Yeah, it was it was uh, pretty challenging. But it, you know, again, like David said, there was something kind of fun about it too. Mm. Yeah, uh, because you just have different food, and also you're. Like parents are trying to make it fun for yeah. you, so uh, it kind of weirdly like my mom started like would cook more. Like she would cook all the time, but like she was more into cooking for that week for whatever reason. Right. Like uh, fried matzah for breakfast every morning, which is or Ooh. matzah brai, which is what it's called. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like an actual. It's not an intensive dish, but it's at least like you have to actually make something rather than put cereal in a bowl. And so I'd get that for breakfast, and I'd be like, "This is great." What are the components of of that? Uh, it's you. You basically do a lot of scram- you you scramble eggs uncooked in a bowl. Mm-hmm. You put a little cinnamon and probably a little milk in there, and then you dip you you break up pieces of matzah. You dip it in the egg. You get it all soaked up, and then you throw it on a pan. Sounds amazing. Sounds like and a like a kind of like a deconstructed French toast. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And except with matzah, and then you essentially add either jelly or butter or cinnamon or applesauce, whatever the person. Hmm. I do jelly. Is, is it passing Susser's test? I can't. No, tell. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely, he's right. <laughs> All right, Susser, yeah. how how long how long would you fast for? For for Yom Kippur? Yeah, for that whole time. So uh, wait, how 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 long? How, how, Six p.m. to eight p.m. the next day, twenty six hours. Yeah, and you you lived. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. <laughs> oh boy, Mitch, Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon, the moon is, is out, out, there's never, never a doubt. doubt. The moon, moon is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna, gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure does, and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon is cool. Cool cool cool. The moon is cool. Cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach. Wow. Green grape. Wow. Raspberry melon and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wags, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, (laughs) and all those protesters out there... 
Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. It's October blessed. That's right. This week's chain... Well, this week's restaurant as a stand-in for the concept of the Jewish deli is mm-hmm. Cantor's Deli. I think there actually might be another Cantor's uh, wow. somewhere else. Um, but uh, David Phillips, Evan Susser, our guests, collectively known as the Deli Boys now. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is, yes. is going to go over to Deli Boys territory, and you're going to tell me I am wrong. Uh-huh. I think Cantor's was a great choice for for this episode. No, I agree with that. Okay, all right. Let's 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 give people a little, paint a picture a little bit for people who aren't Angelinos, because I think anyone who lives in LA and maybe the Southland at large is familiar with Cantor's. It is such an icon. You go in there and they get a bunch of pics of celebs on the walls. Uh, Obama visited, I think, maybe more than once. They, they or have they a, just had a lot of pictures. They have a yeah. lot of pics of Obama up there. Um, but it's it's located in the, the Fairfax uh, district, this historic neighborhood in LA. Uh, it's got this very vintage sort of feeling exterior and interior right next to uh, the Cantor's, the, the uh, uh, you know, this kind of the very sprawling, uh, uh, you know, large floor spe- floor p- uh, plan with a lot of tables. Cantor's is gigantic. It's gigantic. It's, and then it, it's huge. And a gigantic yeah. deli counter up front where you can order. And then they've also got next to it, they've got like this adjunct called the Kibitz Room, which is like this really divey frozen in time bar uh, that's, uh, you know, the it's maybe a little expensive for how divey it is, but it is a lot of fun in there. Um, but yeah, it, as as a stand-in for mm-hmm. delis at large, I think it's I think it's a pretty good candidate. It was it was a yeah. place that I used to go. Like I would bring friends who were visiting out here. We go to Cantor's and we go to Cantor's late night. It's open twenty four hours. It's as open well. twenty four hours, and I would get like a Reuben or a pastrami sandwich, or I would get this steak sandwich, which is just a grilled steak on fucking bread. I never feel like that works. Oh, it was, it was so good. I used it's to love so, it. They're just like, because you get a, co- a steak cooked to temperature. You get like a medium rare steak. It's just hard to you bite into. You need a knife. It. Cantor's fucking knocked it out of the park with it. What can I say? You, right. you would tear at it. Like you had, a, you had to put some work in, but it was great. Uh, and then and it's also just like a place where you would see people. I remember like my friend was here and like Andy Dick was in the, the kibitz room like singing on the stage and just like people like characters definitely passing through there. Sure. It's. I'd say I'll say this. This is that was in 2005 or 2006. I, I think that the, I think Cantor's is it's it's an old establishment anyways, and it and it feels older now. It feels mm. it feels like the last 12 dozen years have been have been rough on sure. it a little bit, uh, we, but I still th- I feel like it has like such character. It's such a cool place to be. Uh, it, 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 it maybe looks it looks a little, it looks a little kind of shitty, and it, and it, and it maybe doesn't smell the best. Uh, right, there's like a lot of different smells going on in there, but, yeah. but I, but I, I still do and love. Delis it. are not known for their smelling good, good. necessarily. Sure, <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a great but point. It is. I you don't want to feel like it's any worse than a normal deli. Well, yes. smell yeah. In 2017, it got a C from the health department. I don't know if you guys. That's right, and it was that. shut down. And it was shut down. So yes, that was not a great sign. Yeah. 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 And and and, and it, but it, it was a very anti-Semitic yeah, uh, food vector. Who mistook all the Jews in there for rats? <laughs> oh boy! Well, I'm, allowed to, <laughs> I'm allowed to say, man, it. DP's the new Mitch, huh? Everybody. <laughs> uh, my mom's not gonna oh, like no, that podcast. She's gonna say it's too uh, self I'm gonna call and I'll give her a call later. No. I'll apologize. Uh, we can edit it out. We won't, but we could. <laughs> no, okay. uh, but but uh, it, it's it's. 
I, I love the place for yeah, a lot of reasons. It's, it's got a lot of character and, you know, yeah. the, the 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 dumb stereotype of L.A., which is completely inaccurate for anyone who spends any appreciable amount of time here, is that, that it's kind of like the city devoid of character. There's so much character in L.A. There's so much. And, and this is, you know, one of these one of the many, many spots uh, where you can kind of experience a little uh-huh. Uh, something that's that's very distinct and and specific. Um, uh, I will say this: the the other thing that the the C from the health department made me think of is I read an article from one of the Cantor's owners once, or it was it was like a profile of one of the Cantor's owners once, and he's talking about the fruit cups which they have at the deli counter, and uh, he was basically like he was this was you know farm to table was the big thing in the zeitgeist at that time, and he was basically saying like like he thought seasonal f- produce was bullshit, and his <laughs> quote was I fight the seasons. So like he didn't like care about seasonal <laughs> fruit at all. He just put whatever he want, whatever he bought at the grocery store at any time, just like right in there. Uh, you know what I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Um, so we 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 our most recent visit. Uh, we all went there. I started the night. I got there first. <laughs> that is this is such a Jewish stuff. Yeah, like a normal restaurant, a special means like oh a new food or something like that. Yeah. At a Jewish deli, a special only means it's cheaper. <laughs> oh, you get this with that? That's what the special is. There are no new items. It's just, oh, if you get that with that, then it's uh, 10%. Okay, that's what it's special. That's what's special about it. That's what's special about it. It's cheaper. <laughs> There's no special fruit. It's the same stuff every time. It's I like that. What's special is that it's cheaper. Right. Uh, well, we went to the. Uh, I started the night. My uh, I was there first, and I went to the kibitz room. Yeah, you, you said that once already. Yeah, I know. I was getting. I was resetting were, my story. You were there first. I'm Good not bragging you. about being there first. I got off work first, and I lived. I worked closest to it. I took the bus over. I walked down, and I was. Uh, I would set up a shop in the kibitz room. I showed up on time. Yeah, you showed up. You were All on right. time. Everyone was on time. It was fine. All right, relax. Oh, it's a little late. It's you're. <laughs> you're picking a fight right now. <laughs> You were trying. You're trying to lean on me, saying that I got there first, as if I was trying to insinuate something. All right, what there. happened there? I walked in, and you were you were. T- I, I I I said this to Susser. I said I walked in there, and and Weiger was chatting up a storm with the bartender. Yeah, it, and then I come in there, and he barely say a word to me. <laughs> and I then- talk to you all the time. <laughs> I, when I talked so, so to what you, was your, what, was, what was your exact line? It was good. I don't. I don't it was remember. like he's great with strangers, not with actual friends, or something <laughs> like that. I'd, I think that's true. Uh, <laughs> you were in there. You were having a glass of wine, Nick. Yeah, I had. I, I went there and I sat down for a bit, and I, I just kind of had. Uh, you know, the, it was very. There were. It was pretty sparse in, in in terms of how many people were there. Um, so I had a, uh, a spot at the bar, and uh, the the bartender was Bostonian, super Bostonian. In fact, when he got into Boston stuff with you, I felt like he was kind of trying to alpha you. Yeah, but also I told you when I said when I dropped Quincy, they 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 respect it. Yeah, Quincy got it, but then he was like, "I'm from Southie," which I think is is that more Boston? South, South I mean, Southie is in Boston. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think he yeah. got. Yeah, you but there. then he also had like he had like another backstory where I was like, "I lived here first. and I was like, "Hmm, wait a minute," <laughs> like like there was there, but he he also I once I dropped once I dropped Quincy. He was he was in. He, yeah, he, he he liked me. And there was another guy that was like from like somewhere else, like Malden or something. And and he was like, he, oh, the guy sitting at the sitting paid, at the bar he, next to us. He paid no us. attention to him. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, he was he was a nice guy. He, got, you he noticed your Pat's hat. I mean that that's like a thing. You you got the uh, you get you get a sports hat. That's like a connection to people. Yeah, he it's was like, oh, okay, I know where you're from. He was a great guy. We got I got I got myself a woodchuck's uh, cider, I believe. Yeah. Oh, he ordered the cider and he told you to get the fuck out. He did. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. It was great. It was great. And he, um, said, and he told us, he said, 
Tell them that you're having drinks with, uh, I forget his name, Jimmy or something, and they might give you a discount in a, at the at the diner. Remember? Which we didn't do. Which and he also said, do. come back after dinner, and I'll give you, I'll hook you up, and we we didn't follow up you on were, that. You either. were ready for bed. Yeah, it was, so, I, it was so fucking late. We started yeah. at like 9 o'clock. Um, but uh, it, it, a... I will say the drinks were a little expensive. I got myself a Tito's and soda first. I sucked that down while I was waiting for Mitch. When Mitch was there, uh, you got that cider. I got a glass of Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we had to drink those kind of fast because that's about when uh, DP and Susser arrived and we made our way over into the main room. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Kibbit's Room, a fun place to hang out. The only thing I'll say is like those drinks are like, they were like 11 bucks a piece. They it was were? It was a lot, yeah. yeah. For just for just like a, a very basic sort of, I mean, not a well drink, a called liquor, but still a, just a very basic drink and well, a glass of wine. We will also get into this, but delis are odd expensive they are they tend to be way. they tend to be very very pricey Which, yeah it's such a that it's crazy that, that like a like a pastrami sandwich will be 18 bucks or mm-hmm. you know 20 bucks it's yeah it's 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 more it's but also i'm not disappointed when well we'll get into it but i'm not disappointed when they the servings are so gigantic yeah. i feel like it never really matters right yeah yeah so we yes. work our way into the main dining room we got seated pretty quickly um and uh let's let's start with the beverages i got myself a maker's old fashioned which mm-hmm. is just what they have they have like a list of cocktails they're they're old fashioned it's called the maker's old fashioned jewish drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah, made yeah, with maker's of all, all of the alcohol this is very not very jewish all they, the alcohol i have to say but they do have it on the menu so right we're indulging sure yeah del like delis typically mm. don't have full bars certainly it doesn't yeah, seem no. like that seems very very unusual in my experience for God, just being have, in West Hollywood or something. Can you have one non-alcoholic drink for one swagger? <laughs> <laughs> I had to spend two hours with you <laughs> to numb that somehow. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was. It was I, I would just say this was a very, very watery drink. It was just like I don't know if they. I, I don't know what it was exactly. What, what, what the hell? This is why the deli point. We're talking about canters. We've spent five minutes talking about your drinks come on. <laughs> they have a bar right. attached sus, to it sus. it was I'll, a watery old-fashioned for the amount they're charging it should be a little bit better i'm gonna fix this shit right now i ordered a fucking egg cream yeah! <laughs> a chocolate egg cream oh i i loved it. It, it, it for for those who've never had an egg cream uh it reminded me of like a like a like a i used to get a mocha ice cream soda like an ice cream soda where they just put a scoop of ice cream into Seltzer water. You, you, Emma, you know what I'm talking about? And it might be a Boston ear. And then they would put some chocolate in there too. Delicious. There's no ice cream, of course. It's just sus, help me out. Seltzer water, chocolate milk, syrup. Chocolate syrup and milk. Yep. And uh mm-hmm. it's it was it was tasty as hell. I loved it. It's weird. It's a nonsensical name, calling it an egg cream. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna stand behind the name. I don't yeah, think the, the name, name is confusing. The name, the name is not a strong point. No. But no. you know what I'll say about it? It scares all those little fucking wimps off. If you yeah. if you're afraid of the name, then you can't have the you can't taste the delicious egg cream. You think that's an asset that it yeah, scares why people not? away? It's an, it's an ex- exclusive club that you're not a part of. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um uh, uh David Susser, what did you guys get for drinks? Uh, we both got uh, Dr. Brown sodas, yeah. which are very uh, classic deli drink. Classic deli drink. Why I, is that? I don't really I know. Have no idea. I have no idea, but it just is very much a classic Jewish and deli. Maybe it's a New York. Like, there's a lot of New York things that yeah. happen in delis. Oh, right. got yeah. it. I wonder if it was a New York soda or something. That might is be that it. Possible? I think also maybe. I know that uh, it used to be kosher for Passover. Oh, that's, um, that's actually probably and, more. And Coke and Pepsi were not at the time, so maybe that was kind of part of it. Mm, got that it. That they would do that. Um, but yeah, it's just very... Yeah. Who is this and, Dr. Brown, anyways? Do you uh, know? 
He's uh, he's the same Dr. Brown from the Back to the Future franchise. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Marty. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, there's the Back to the Future 4 was supposed to be Doc Brown going to the Lower East <laughs> yeah. Side. Starting up a, a soda business. <laughs> he travels back in time to find to steal the original Coca-Cola recipe. That's and well, then this isn't a good story. He steals the <laughs> That's why it was never made. It was cotton development uh-huh. hell. Uh, I also got myself a uh, bl- uh, black cherry Doc Brown soda after after yeah. my egg cream. Yeah, so I had the diet black I cherry, the cream soda. Yeah. But I used to do black Ooh, cherry as a kid. Yeah. What 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 is what do you think is the most deli of the Doc Brown sodas? Is it a cream soda or is it black cherry? I think black cherry is up there, right? Yeah, I for me, I would say I have a black cherry or cream soda. I think is yeah. a tie. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, They're both it. great. <laughs> this to me is like this is a, an element I didn't know about the Doc Brown soda being specific. The Doctor Brown soda is being specific. I'd, I'd only I'd always just thought like you just get like a coffee or tea or a fountain drink. I didn't know there was a deli specific. You know, Bev. for me, I wouldn't have. You don't know until you meet another person from another part of the country, like Evan, who yeah. also had the same Doctor Brown experience, and then you're like, oh, it must be a deli thing. Interesting. Because yeah, the delis I grew up with always had it, but then it's a treat for the kids. Apparently. Yeah, no, but also the adults who don't get it. The too. adults who don't drink alcohol because Jewish <laughs> adults don't really drink too much alcohol. Mm, uh, interesting. But, Some people in my family disagree. Uh, they're <laughs> a little different problem. But but they don't drink at the deli. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we got a couple of appetizers. We got the potato pancakes come with a, with applesauce and sour cream. And then we also got and I'm I might mangle this pronunciation. I'm gonna do my best. Uh, you guys can correct me. Kasha varnishkas. Kasha Varnishkas. Kasha, Kasha Varnica, Which, Varnishkas. Hmm. Well, I ordered it, Nick, and I did it flawlessly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to say this. Varnishkas. I mean, this is a Kasha joy talking Varnishkas. about this stuff anyways. I like talking about people's experiences growing up. and, and uh, But this was one of my favorite moments of the night was when we were talking appetizers and, and you and David were talking about what to order and it was just a very fun thing to witness about <laughs> right. what was the right thing to do what's the yeah. right representation of, of this and that and, and and trying to figure it out and uh, i will say when i got home my wife asked what we ordered and she said no kanish like oh, she thought that i she thought that, that we had really messed up but we decided wow, to though we decided two potato dishes was maybe a mistake which i think was wrong we should have probably done that but we did wow. potato pancakes which were a huge hit. By the way, yeah, the no Kanish. I think you got a title of your memoir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kashka Varnishkas. Uh, no. So let me. <laughs> no. what, what did I do wrong? What did Kasha Varnishkas. Kasha Varnishkas. So there's some. There's an element. There's, Why do you keep stopping? Is, there's something that's 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 silent that I'm accidentally pr- I'm pronouncing because I'm reading it. Um, but the uh, let me give a, a little little Kasha definition Varnishkas. of this for people who might be this might yeah. be foreign to a traditional Ashkenazi Jewish dish that combines kasha, which is buckwheat groats, with noodles, typically bowtie pasta. Um, and that's kind of we we had, it was kind of like a it seemed like a whole wheat pasta yeah. Yeah. by appearances. I'm sure it wasn't exactly that. And then it has like this sort of brown dipping sauce, which I wasn't quite sure it was what it was. Gravy, right? It was gravy. And I'll say that for me, gravy was not something I had ever experienced. With oh, that interesting. Dish. Uh, which you guys, when you had it without the gravy, just said it tastes like nothing. I mean, I, D- it, DP, you pointed that yeah, out. It was an absence of flavor. That was the best way I could describe <laughs> it. It looked like there were so many things on it. Right. Yes. It was shocking how it tasted like nothing. Tastes like there was pasta. so much stuff yeah. on it that I was afraid to eat it yeah. because I was like, there's Taste so many flavors that are going to be in my mouth and I don't know if I'm going to like them. Ate it. It was like eating air. It was and then And then with the gravy on it, it tasted like gravy. And that's usually not traditional with Jewish food either because usually I feel like it Jewish food stems from like taking a lot of like old 
scraps food and like kind of right. turning a lot it into of flavor like and, yeah. yeah a lot of salt and all that stuff so i was like oh this must be this is gonna be in- insane because i'd never actually had that dish before either yeah i yeah. wonder if it was like the food equivalent of like you know that simpsons where mr burns has so many diseases and the doctor illustrates it by all the diseases are trying to get through a door and they can't because they're just all clogged <laughs> it's the same sort of phenomenon there's just like so much flavor thrown on there that it neutralizes it and it tastes like nothing um but yeah i think that the, the, the texture was like maybe a little interest like a little rubbery slash gra- gritty kind of interesting uh it this, needed this, the gravy to give it anything at all but yeah it was kind of a nothing nothing app are you down that gravy didn't you <laughs> Did you go straight gravy? I didn't see any of the Karsha Vanishkas in there. Nope. Uh, I just put my... <laughs> just put I my pronounce, did I pronounce it wrong? Is that what I said? No. Uh, 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 the potato pancakes, though, I thought were, were very, very good. I, I was going to say that. It doesn't seem like that was Cantor's specialty. The, the I mean, Well, I will say it basically tasted like it tastes. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, it's not... Oh, wait, oh, oh. It's very, I have a new opinion. There's an issue with this dish. A bad dish. <laughs> yes. There's yeah. an issue with this well, dish. Well, that's another thing about a Jewish deli is if a dish doesn't succeed, it will stay on the menu. I think <laughs> that that is like a given. You've never seen <laughs> a thing removed from a menu. <laughs> that's not a thing that's going to happen. But, right. Yeah. Being it just a, won't be ordered. Yeah. And yeah. then maybe they'll be surprised if you ordered it. Or yeah. like, but There's a reason Gordon Ramsay has never tackled a Jewish deli. He'd be like screaming at some man named Herschel who's just <laughs> explaining that he's not going to take yeah. this fucking... Inedible but dish off the menu. Do a whole printing. You got to buy new paper <laughs> for the menu. What are we? It it is. It blows my mind the amount of things on a lot of Jewish deli menus. It's insane. Like I, it, to me, I'm like I don't understand how a place like this can like there must like they must be throwing stuff away or like they're right. I, I don't. I don't understand how they do it. it yeah, it, the, it, it it doesn't make sense. The volume of product they must have there to to make mm-hmm. all these dishes. Is but it, be it's kind of like the secret of like, uh, you know, if you go to like you know Chipotle or something, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, they have like you get a burrito, you could get like a salad. It's like it's all the same stuff, just rearranged. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So yeah. it's like all the sandwiches. It's like a Reuben. Oh, and a pastrami sandwich. It's like well, the Reuben is just a pastrami sandwich. Yeah. Plus some sauerkraut and cheese. So I think a lot of the stuff, even though they have a lot of stuff, it's a lot of the same ingredients. Interesting. Okay. How do you guys feel? I, I have two quick questions, on, and then and then we'll move on to mains. How do you feel these potato pancakes stack up versus other potato pan- can- pancakes you've had, and also? Are you an applesauce guy or are you a sour cream man? Okay, I'll get into this right away. Yeah, yeah this is DP's time to shine. Uh, <laughs> I'm a both. I am go applesauce and sour cream. Oh, wow. Yeah, both of them work great together. These potato pancakes were... That, this is the one reason why I think Cantor's was a good place to go to, was it the most exact like deli potato pancake for me, where it was like wow. good... Very good. Not the best potato pancake I ever had. Uh-huh. And But I feel like a big fault with deli potato pancakes, if they're ever bad, is that they're too big and wet and not like crispy. Right. And these were at least crispy. They are crispy. But the other thing I'll say is the best deli or the best potato pancake you can have is a homemade latka. That there's, I don't think I've been to a deli yet that's done a a latka to the same level as even my mom or anyone else that I've right. had homemade latkas. And a homemade from. latka is definitely a lot thinner. Thinner. Uh, okay, you'd yeah. recognize it looks more like a hash brown than like, but like, but yeah, but they taste difference. different. Than yeah, a hash they're brown. definitely different. I definitely remember those from that Cub Scout meeting oh so long ago <laughs> at Ricky's <laughs> house. How delightful those those lacas were. They were at really Ricky's good. house. Who the hell is Ricky? He was in my Cub Scout pack. And I told the story already with Jews where you got fed <laughs> latkas like the same exact like. <laughs> 
lured into a, a Jewish second. house. No, <laughs> there was no open door that I just walked in and tried to lock up. It was a. It was oh, friends. You were, in, you were invited. Okay, it was friends. Um, I I loved them. Yeah, I, I thought I, I was nervous when I saw them because they were thick. Yes. Mm-hmm. and I thought they were going to be dry or 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 whatever. In the middle, they'd be cold, but they were great. Yeah, I thought they were they great. Were really I good. loved them. I'm a sour cream man more Ooh, than the applesauce, okay. but. I love the combo. I love putting yeah. a little sour cream on that. Who would have thought? Like we said before, what a fucking it's weird. What a great combo that is. I never would in my life thought that you you put sour cream and applesauce together. It works. It works. Yeah. It well. works dynamite. And the fact that you have both. I'm curious out there, our listeners. Uh, let us know if your potato pancake uh, accompaniment of choices applesauce or sour cream. Uh, hashtag Applejack or hashtag Cream Jean. Weigh in. Weigh in on the social media. Gross. Wow. <laughs> it's a gross. The second one is gross. Do you have a, do you have a better pitch for a name? Cream jean? Cream jean. Like, like, like you creamed your jeans? Not like you're creaming your jeans. No, no like that's... your last name is jean. Like your first name is jean. Okay. Oh, okay. Not like you're blasting a load in your denim pants. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it sounds like. Well, okay. If people are going to leap to that, spell it G-E-N-E. That like mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, like, all right, fine. All right, good. It's soft. Good. Um... <laughs> My dish I got was I look here. Here's here's one thing I'll say. I one reason I was very excited to go to Canners is because I love breakfast at Jewish delis. Like it's like one. Of, mm, I like yeah. I, I I think mm. people fall into sandwich camps or breakfast camps in terms of what what dishes they go with. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> I just, let's, let's the using of the term the camps. camps. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I just we all felt it. Uh, Mitch said that. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna separate us into different camps. Yeah, okay, okay. Everyone gets separated oh, into no. a camp when they get to a oh, boy. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, DP and Susser, you're in the breakfast camp. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'll just sign this contract now. <laughs> yeah. Everything will be fine. Uh, that's that's interesting. You say that. I I uh, I, I, I maybe I haven't I haven't had a good uh, Jewish breakfast. I mean I mean I haven't even attempted to have it. I always I'm always going sandwich when I go to right. to uh, to Jewish deli. I think uh, the breakfast at a deli is underserved. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I, think, I think that, like, it's it's interesting to hear that, Nick, first of all, that's your go-to thing at a deli. 100%. Because uh, I definitely have a few, like, delis that I prefer there. Like, I get excited to go to breakfast there more. Right. Than, but, yeah. Yeah, I will say that uh, breakfast at a deli is very fun. And it's also, if I have to have, like, a breakfast meeting with someone, if it's Jewish deli is the best choice for that. Yeah, I think I you're f- right. I f- because it's like fun and you have like an omelet and it comes with a bagel and it just mm-hmm. feels well, like a- the bagel. You've had, you've done only a bagel guy. So you yeah. get that. I, yeah, a, ba- a bagel with cream. I mean, like a- and all the fish spread. Mm-hmm. I don't know if right. you like lox yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, no breakfast at a deli can be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got the lox, eggs and onions scrambled. Speaking of lox uh, and a huge, gigantic portion. It felt yeah. like they made it with four eggs. Um, I got it with cottage cheese. You can choose your side. And then I got a, a an aforementioned bagel. Uh, I got an everything bagel with cream cheese. Um, I thought the 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 dish was. I mean, I th- I thought it was great. I thought I thought it was like a really good execution of a of a very simple sort of classic uh, scramble. Um, I I like the the interplay. I like. I mean, I like lox just on its own. And I think here, you know, sometimes you get something that's that's normally served cold, and you and it gets heated up, and it tastes a little like rancid. Uh, but that wasn't the case yeah. here. I think these actually worked really well with the with the eggs and or and the and the onions, um, and plenty of onions in there, which I really liked. Uh, the cottage cheese was fine. I mean, it's like it's cottage cheese. How much variance is there in cottage, in terms of cottage cheese? Uh, the bagel I thought yeah, was they're gonna be good and bad cottage <laughs> cheese. No, I know, but I mean, I, I mean, like you know, it. I think it, it was right down the middle. It wasn't like. Did you have any fruit with that? No, I always got to be eating fruit with my cottage cheese. I, mm, I like it without it. 
Just straight yeah, up? Yeah, just regular cottage cheese. No, oh, no I mean, pepper and applesauce and cottage cheese. Really? Yeah. I will say this is cottage cheese, for whatever reason, disgusts me. Wow. I can't I eat it. I, I can't it. eat it. My grandmother would eat it like it looks every disgusting. day. Mm-hmm. It does look uh, gross. My mother eats it. Uh, I It disgusts me. I love it. Some things, if you see an old person eat it, it just can be really gross. I turned oh, on it. Cottage I, cheese <laughs> being gummed by like my... I can imagine. There's some things I've seen my, my grandparents eat where I'm like, well, I'm never going to... I don't want to eat that. It seems like your families are not going to like this episode. Yeah, they probably should have listened to this. Well, they're going to be so proud of me anyways. Yeah. Anything, At the end of every episode of Deli Boys, we've decided we're going to call our mother. This will seem in character to uh, what you guys know about me. Uh, I think of cho- cottage cheese as a beloved boyhood snack. Like I would like yeah, have uh-huh. I would yeah. just have no, cottage cheese right. after school like when as an eight year old boy and yeah think let me think great. do I think little Nick Wagger is a lame wad yeah <laughs> of course I'm interested uh, to hear though about your omelet being good because I feel like I always like the idea of that kind of omelet yeah. but in my experience it often just ends up becoming like an omelet with like cooked salmon yes which it, which you know it, I mean it is kind of by design it yeah. is kind of that but I think the smokiness of the locks was still coming through um and uh, you I, know I, I was a big time pass to your bre- I didn't try it yeah right but the idea of your breakfast I did not I didn't I didn't like it <laughs> I also too it wasn't an omelet it was a scramble which for me I think like keeps it keeps the right. the individual elements from being overcooked mm-hmm. um the um everything I've, gets I've cooked a little more evenly of sometimes of trying to do that and like doing the scramble and then just putting like locks in at the end oh that might I work I like want, the way to do it yeah uh, but I've never really quite pulled it off well oh. they can't be cold either right they have to be a little warm i don't know right it's it's it it looked like a tricky tricky dish but i will say that it looked tasty it was good and then the everything bagel i got with with the cream cheese uh, here's one thing i like they give you plenty of cream cheese they give you more than enough cream cheese because i like that thin layer of always frustrates me when they don't give you enough cream cheese it's so weird at a deli too it's exactly thing they bring out this like tiny little like sauce dipping like you know, quarter inch little uh, stainless steel thing. Right. No, give give me that little jacuzzi of, of, of cream cheese. (laughs) And let me put on like a Cinnabon layer of, of glaze on top of the each half. Uh, The everything bagel was nicely toasted. It was a good bagel. And I like having a bagel with breakfast. Like it's nice to not just have a bagel, but have that has as like your bread side with a, with a, with a full meal. Um, Let's talk about your guys entrees. You want, you guys want to go first? Yeah, sure. So I decided uh, for the purposes of the podcast, I was going to order uh, the chicken in a pot, uh, and I'll this, say this: this was the big one. Maybe I, yeah. this, 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 this was this Should was the thing. To yeah, you know what? We'll, 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 we'll finish. Mine's it. mine is less exciting. Okay, do you wait? Okay, go ahead, Mitch. Yeah, I mean, now we got a nice tease for this yeah, thing yeah. too. I, I well, got. I mean, what's we, in we, the pot? We know what it is. Oh, it's a chicken. Okay. No, this, oh, this, 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 they, they, I don't think people do know what this <laughs> okay, is. Okay, all right. Did you know what the fuck that was? No, but he said chicken if, in a pot. If you if you know, tweet. I know the chicken <laughs> in the pot. And if you don't know, say I don't know what's the, the chicken. What's the chicken, what's in, the the chicken in the pot? There you go. Uh, at this point, in the podcast, it, not at the end, because we will explain it. <laughs> Include a hashtag. I went with a... Yes, include a hashtag. Yes. Oh, God. you got to hold people's hands sometimes. <sighs> um, I went with the Reuben sandwich. Uh, I love Reuben's. Uh, I got introduced to them in college. Look, my group of friends, we weren't the smartest. We weren't the best looking. We weren't the best with the ladies, but we could eat Reuben sandwiches, baby. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, this is <laughs> the most believable <laughs> setup I've ever heard. We had big, wet guts. Small. What? Is that wait? Is that a nickname of one of your friends? <laughs> <laughs> we 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 loved 
I mean, every single one of my friends loved Rubens. I, I feel like every and there was a place called Shortstop Deli. And I had never, I really had never tried a Reuben until I think it was college. I do kind of wonder, bitch. I, I wonder if like some of this might be projection. Like we got like your old friend, like <laughs> Banky or whatever, and was like, "Hey man, do, do you love Reubens?" He's like, "Yeah, they're fine." <laughs> you, you have this memory of all these guys wolfing down Reubens. They used to they used to chant out the ingredients to Reubens. This is I'm not <laughs> kidding around. What are you talking about. We loved Reubens. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Are, are you? A- I'm so late on the East Coast. Would any of these friends be up? No, I doubt it. Man. Eddie Kinkle. What do you mean you used to chant you know out I, the ingredients to Rubens? In with, what context? They were they were doing like, this. Oh, yeah, do the chant. Do <laughs> my, the chant. My friend, da- my friend Dank, who lived who lived yeah. a, who lived a, above uh-huh. me, which it, and it was a house. Yeah, he would yell out. He would yell out corned beef, and I yell out sour sauerkraut, and then he would say a thousand islands, and and we it was a Ruben chant. We really we really chanted <laughs> he out just, about Ruben. He just yelled that and like to initiate it like in the middle of the day out we, of nowhere. All of us loved Rubens. I can't the, the, Dank. Kinkle, Joe Aranda, uh, Evan no- Novick, all of it. We, we and Luke Michaels. We all loved. It. You could go to Shortstop Deli. You could get a Grand Slam Reuben, which was like a foot long, a lot bigger than a foot. It was like a foot and a half of uh, of Reuben, and it was fucking delicious. It was great, and I and I I've loved Reubens ever since. For real, this is the most bizarre basis for yeah. a friendship. Uh, we loved. I, mean, I will say it this. wasn't the only reason we were friends. Dick. It kind of sounds like it, it was. was. <laughs> it was also because they never <laughs> got <laughs> talked to women. You you saying uh, you love Reubens sounds a lot more sincere than when you said I love Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, Jewish people. This I believe. I love Jewish people. I love Jewish people. We used to chant them out, chant out their names. <laughs> no. We chanted out Ruben, the Rubens ingredients. Uh, and okay. you and Dank and Crinkle and uh, Home Slice and Cumwad. You guys all have like a, a tontine where uh, whoever lives, the whoever dies last gets like the, the Ruben you put in the locked box. Oh, excuse me for having fucking friends, Walker. <laughs> I had friends. Mario, Luigi, <laughs> Yoshi, Toad. Uh, I, I, I fell in love with the Reuben. I love a Reuben sandwich. Uh, I don't get them, obviously. They're, they're a lot. They're, 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 they're not great for you. Uh, and I usually, a lot of the times, I usually just go pastrami sandwich. Right. But, I, but, but uh, I, <laughs> a very healthy choice. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm eating healthy, I when go I'm pastrami. Going lean. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll usually do some pastrami Swiss and, and, and yellow mustard is usually my go-to. <laughs> you also have cheese. So wait, what? the sauerkraut is the one port that you're avoiding? I, I mean, I think a Reuben is a very different taste to, 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 than a pastrami sandwich to me. Like yeah, a, but, is, but, but if you're, if you're trying to be healthy... Like, well, the, no, the, it's, I was joking. It's not about health. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I don't get pastrami oh, okay. sandwiches a lot either, for <laughs> okay. God's sakes. Okay. Uh, but uh, the the Reuben uh the the Reuben is great and 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 it's How one of my it? favorite sandwiches. And then I got this one, and then he said, Do "You want it's a pastrami Reuben sandwich." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Can I get half corned beef, half pastrami?" He said, "Sure thing." So I got it. This thing was fucking huge. You guys saw it, it was yeah. gigantic, big. Th- I love it, and I and I love that about Jewish delis. I love that they stack those sandwiches high. It came on toasted or, or I think even grilled rye. It, it depends on because some places just toast it. 
This place had a grilled rye. Mm. Thousand Islands. With the camps and then the toasted and the grilled and the, <laughs> no, the too stacking. Oh, no. Too, oh, much, no. <laughs> too much. No, I don't know. Too much. Too okay, much. okay. Too I'm much. The, uh, too I'm the edgy much. one of the too deli boys. Much. Too much. This is shocking. Too much. Could you believe it? Too much. Well, you're gonna need, you're gonna, you need to push it on wow. the You need to push the envelope too on the I'm much. the bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. You're right. It's too much. Also, toasted? What the hell are you? <laughs> uh, toast. Uh, the, the, it was grilled uh, rye bread, Thousand Islands, sauerkraut. I got the corned beef and pastrami and Swiss cheese. I loved it. What can I say? It was it was it was amazing. I loved it. And I mean, I don't even think Cantor's has the best version of this sandwich. There's other places that yeah. have meat that's that's higher quality. Right. Uh, I got it with French fries because David was getting potato salad, which we'll get into in a second. And I and I and I fucking loved it. It was gigantic. I only ate half. I could only eat half of it. It was huge. And uh, and you had a bite of it, right? Yeah, I had some of your pastrami, and yeah. the pastrami was uh, was good. It was like a good, very, very good deli pastrami. And and uh, this is I I didn't realize this, but I thought uh, I thought a Reuben was kind of a Jew, like a Jewish thing, but maybe maybe it's I, not. I wasn't sure it was. I was kind of going all along with that, thinking that maybe that was a gap in my knowledge. But I never thought of a Reuben as a Jewish sandwich. But then it also seemed to be a special on the menu, so like it had yeah. a highlighted thing. So mm-hmm. I might be wrong. My very Gentile grandfather's uh, on my mother's side favorite sandwich was a Reuben. Loved mm. loved a Reuben. Yeah, I, I don't know if I thought ever thought of it as specifically <laughs> Jewish, but I do think of I do think of it as being served in delis. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the context in which I would see it. Um David, what did you go for? Well, I me? uh I think I got the thing called the Brooklyn, I think it was called. It was the... Now that's Jewish. That's Jewish. <laughs> it is the Jewish. I would say this is the Jewish version of what the Reuben is, which is that it's not the grilled version. It's no sauerkraut. It's just the standard uh, pastrami, rye bread, mm. coleslaw, Russian mm. dressing. And I believe there was cheese on it. No, I don't think there was actually. Well, I have no memory anymore. But it was... I won't you know, spoil my entire review. It was good. That's, uh, it was good. Wow. It was good. The The potato salad was actually pretty good, but standard right. in a deli way. Mm-hmm. And the the sandwich was good. It was like, it was what I wanted. It was definitely, I used to growing up get more of this, the hot corned beef or hot pastrami on rye with just deli mustard. Right. Uh, and then now I started adopting the whole coleslaw Russian dressing part of it, which I'm not even sure if that's super deli-ish or... If, yeah, it's not It's, it's not, not as deli, much, but it is really good, so I've started eating that. Yeah, right. More of me, a deli mustard than To me, the classic than, than would be just pastrami, rye, uh, mustard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Deli mustard. Deli mustard. Can but, we... Uh, deli mustard. Should we save this for deli boys? But, like, what's going on... Is that just something that was invented in delis? Uh, it's, a, it's everywhere, obviously. Yes. Everyone knows what you're talking about, but mm-hmm. was that a thing... I remember when we when we went to my visit my brother in college when mm-hmm. he went to the UC San Diego uh, we would go to this deli Samson's deli and the thing that blew my mind about Samson's is they had five different kinds of mustard like five different wow. mustard options they bring to you one of them was a was a Beaver brand sweet hot mustard mm-hmm. oh, which yeah. I became addicted to and I was like just having that like. Like I, that was my sole mustard for like five years, and I had so much of it that I got burnt out on it, and now I don't think I could have it again. Um, but wow. like I just, but I just like uh, gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hit bottom with a beaver hot, hot sweet mustard. Um, but um, it, it, I I I just I do love that just you can get all these different mustards, and I, I also like just like plain regular old yellow mustard too. I think that's. Fun I gotta sometimes. tell you, especially on a pastrami sandwich, I'm a straight yellow mustard. Wow, guy. sometimes it works. Yeah. 
I'm a, I, a spicy is is, is, is deli mustard spicy mustard basically? Is it like the uh, or is it like uh, Dijon? No, it's not like Dijon. I guess it's spicy. somewhere in between. Spi- it's somewhere yeah. in between spicy and Dijon. I think. Right. It's maybe spicy. This is but your it's question, basically. Yeah, it's a horseradish spicy though, right? That's yeah. That's like what it, I think. That's why I again, mean, this is why we got to do deli boys. Yeah. We, we're gonna get to the bottom of these things. It. It's gonna be very research. Yeah. Uh, intensive. There the gonna be no guests. Right. Just 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 reading two Jews reading about mustard. Doesn't it sound good? <laughs> there will be a Patreon. <laughs> wow, you guys December Patreon. December 2nd, we're opening. You guys Patreon is already set up. <laughs> That's the first thing you did? All right. Um, let's uh let's talk about your chicken in a pot. I got the chicken in a pot. So the chicken in a pot, I will admit, despite me trying to fl- uh, flaunt my Jewish uh, credentials. I actually uh, first like came up with you know really discovered I guess chicken in a pot from uh, watching uh, Seinfeld's uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. Interesting. With uh, in which you know whatever. But I so, like, so you're you're wiggling the mic a little bit. Okay, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but the episode with maybe Carl- that flies on Deli Boys, but. <laughs> It We're doesn't. <laughs> uh, the episode with Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks. I love this. Uh, and Mel Brooks, I guess, orders a chicken in a pot every night. That's every insane. night for dinner. That's insane. Uh, and I was like, huh, like, man, I've been to delis my whole life. I've never even like seen that on a menu. Right. But then it was just kind of hiding in plain sight. The next time I went to a deli, I was like, oh, there it is. I guess it is there. And what it is, and when I ordered it, the waiter goes, uh, he looked at me like shocked, and he goes, that's huge, you know. <laughs> and I said, I know. And yeah. by the way, this is the same waiter that when we were being seated, we were going to be seated at a regular table, and they looked at Bo- at Mitch and Evan. They're like, get him into the big booth. <laughs> they put us oh, in like, mostly shit. Mitch, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, you have dining companions? <laughs> <laughs> hold on now. Hold the phone here. Yeah. But he- <laughs> Oh, did you want to sit at a tiny? It was a great. It was a great booth. I thought it was great. He, he, he hooked us up with a great booth. I went into that booth. I slid across the back of the booth, and there was a, a mound of crumbs oh. within the within the booth. Yeah, it was a little grimy. It, it was it was a, it was a little bit grimy. But I liked I liked our uh, I liked our I liked our waiter. I thought he was, was I thought, great. I thought yeah. he was great. Anyway, to sorry, get chicken. back to the chicken in a pot, it's mm-hmm. a huge pot when it arrives. Yes, in it you've got a cooking pot. I mean, a cooking, yes, a cooking yeah. pot. It's not like a pot. That you would eat something out no. of. It's a pot it that you would full cook. lid. A yeah. full right. lid that you would cook something out of. And in the pot is uh, chicken broth, tons of it, uh, a, mat- a huge matzo ball, mm. uh, a crepe lach, which mm-hmm. we'll get to, uh, <laughs> rice, noodles, carrots, half a potato, yeah. and a uh, half a huge potato, and half a chicken. Uh, it looks like something that you come home so and see food. like your mom making for the yes. family. Yeah, right. there was a, a giant ladle with it as well, yes, like a cooking and a giant ladle, ladle and the, then a bowl and bagel chips. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's basically like a soup and a chicken inside of it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, so I thought that that would be just an interesting thing to right. get and to show you guys, and that you guys could kind of try some of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought so the kreplach, uh, which is probably the much less popular uh, cousin to the matzo ball. Right. Yeah. Uh, as far as Jewish soups go. Uh, it's kind of 
David, I think you described it well as, as a Jewish dumpling. As a Jewish dumpling, I, I like the, the Jewish dumpling was. I thought that was a good. Uh, yeah, that's my nickname. And I, I will say, <laughs> in my opinion, just in general, this Kreplock was right in the middle. Like it was basically like a Kreplock, and I think leave the dumplings to other ethnicities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Jews don't have the dumpling game. Wow. Uh, it's a little weird. It's yeah, weird. it doesn't taste It's also, right. it's fighting the consistency of the matzo ball, which is great. Yes. Like, mm, and like, know. there's something weird about the meat in it. And it, I just, I don't really like Kreplach. I don't know. How did you guys... I thought it was decent. I, I get what you're saying. I, 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 yeah. I, I would. I enjoyed it within the a context of the soup. I yeah. think I would enjoy it because it's a nice little, an interesting, different bite within the soup. I mostly just got like a gummy texture yeah. from it, not a lot of flavor. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's it's interesting that you say because you when you talked to when you're talking about the the waiter trying to steer you away from it, I feel like that's another signature of Jewish delis is that there's a few menu items that they're reluctant to make. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. and chicken in a pot for sure. Right. Yeah. Be that. Uh, then the matzo ball, great. Yeah. Uh, and I've had. And did you guys try the matzo ball? Too? I did have a little bite of it. Yeah. It was good. It was very uh, good. And that would be something that. And my wife specifically, like Cantor's of all of the delis, that's what she prefers. Their matzo ball soup. That's okay. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. So uh, that was that was good. Then the chicken itself is basically very bland chicken. Right. It, it, it looked. Like a bo- just a boiled it's just a boiled, chicken. It's just a boiled yeah. chicken. Yeah. Uh, and it's fine. And so the dish is very plain. It is kind of the kind of thing that an 80-year-old man would eat. And I can't believe that he eats one. Like that's like yeah. So he eats like 300 chickens a year. I, I can't imagine he finishes it every night. Yeah. But I he's, mean, you know, he's he's a rich man. He can probably just yeah, throw it away. Yeah. 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 Um, what, 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 is, is it hard to eat? Because I... Yes, it's impossible. <laughs> I mean, it's half a chicken. And for people that don't know, like it's... It's on the bone. It's yes. not. It's 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 like a you you basically pulled a wing out of the pot and put it in your bowl. And <laughs> yes, I was like, right. that looks in, insane to eat. No, it's medieval cooking. It's like very <laughs> old, like old timey peasanty, yeah. like right. Uh, yes, it's ridiculous and insane to eat. Yeah, uh, but kind of fun. It kind of feels like uh, a treat. Um, the, uh, the another cousin of this is some. Jewish delis have is a mishmash soup, mm-hmm. which is a lot of the same stuff besides the chicken. Right. Where it's like kreplach and matzo balls and rice and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and again, that just is something that, again, I often do this uh, like I will order that or the mishmash soup almost for the reaction of my dining companion. Right. Because it's like, oh, <laughs> what is this that you're getting? Um, so I will say I did wake up today being like, Man, like it was funny and it was it'll be good to talk about on the podcast, but like I wish I got a pastrami sandwich. Yeah. It was just there. Right, right. Yeah. Um but it's an interesting thing and sometimes I think at a Jewish deli you're there and you're like, Oh man, like I don't want something like I don't want a pastrami sandwich or something that's gonna be that salty enough. I would have given you half of my pastrami oh, sandwich. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, I took but, a half of a sandwich home with me. I, you can do you eat? still have it? Uh, no, I ate it. <laughs> um, as soon as I got in the door. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it was fine. Yeah. Right. Um, and then for dessert, we got a couple options. We got arugula mm-hmm. and we got a noodle kugel. Uh, so the arugula, we got the a we got chocolate chip and cinnamon. Uh, we got two of each that we split up, and the then we also Kugel. got some the noodle kugel. Yeah, it was also is, fun. Uh, this was another fun moment to watch them discuss Kugel. what to get. Kugel, Kugel, Weiger, yeah. you fucked it up. <laughs> I thought I said it right. Noodle kugel, Kugel. Um, what are we doing? What are we doing wrong? I think you said kugel. I think you said kugel. I say kugel. Yeah, kugel, kugel, kugel. No, kugel? that's overcorrecting a little. It's just kugel, kugel, kugel. Cuggle. Cuggle. It sounds gross when you're saying it, Nick. You know what? I'm doing cuggles right now. (laughs) 
Oh, God. Damn it. Uh, All right. So uh, the I thought that one was another thing that another menu item that was just kind of flavorless. Am I wrong? It was kind of bland. How dare you? The cuggle? Yeah. Oh my! I didn't. God. I don't no. know. You know what? I'm, I think it had a lot going on. I like the rugel a lot, lot more. So the kugel, uh It was not again. This is something that I would say like the lakas. Usually better made homemade. Yeah. Uh, They also did get a little weird and fancy with this one where they had like coconut sprinkles on top and a pineapple, pineapple, cherry, and that all that kind of stuff. I did like the coconut. Now, just a normal kugel of just like a noodle kind of casserole. uh, Uh That's hey, what's there to complain about? Yeah. Uh, Not the best execution of it. Right. Uh, My first time having it, I believe, and enjoyed it. Uh huh. It was. I didn't love it because of the extra weird elements, but I think mm. that if you just isolated some of the other parts, it was fine. It was like yeah. it's what, a very strange thing. Part. What's no- it supposed no- to taste like? Go on, go on. I Mitch, mean, just sorry. saying like that. Like for me, a, a goy trying this. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I call myself a goy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. A goy trying this for the for the first time, or maybe second time. I might have had it with you before, uh, uh-huh. Sus. But um, it's just such a weird thing to have noodle a noodley dessert. Yeah, like having having these these kind of cooked cold noodles that are that are. Oh, and it was I guess it was heated up, but the, yeah. the center of it was still kind of cold. But these these uh, like a pasta noodle. It's a different it context for noodles. I, I feel like Jewish food isn't known for desserts, so they get confused with desserts. I think. right, uh-huh. yeah. and so like I've had I'm really obsessed with desserts, and with my family we make there's a lot of great desserts, but they're not traditionally Jewish desserts, and I think that's because there's just some it's odd like this kugel thing is like it is a dessert thing, but you eat it with your dinner oftentimes yeah, at, a, at a breakfast. Yeah. And like, you have some of the pastries and stuff, like the rugolo we had. Or yeah, right. Or those a black things, white cookie or anything. Yeah, like, that. like the, some cookies they do, but it, it's not like it's not a forte of the Jewish people. What I, is a um, breakfast? Oh, that's uh, uh, for Yom Kippur. At the end, the thing the, we, were we were talking about, about fasting. Oh, okay. At the end, you have a big uh, like meal where you're eating. <laughs> you make up for all yeah, the hours you, you didn't everything. eat. And it's just like breakfast, just a space in between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, spell, hey, you yeah. know what? I think it's where the origin of the word breakfast comes I, from. I'm, You're I'm, breaking I'm your fast that. over the night. Dad, I would completely buy that etymology. I, 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 I lines I'll, right up. Uh, I, I liked, I liked, I liked the kugel. Uh, I, I thought it was a, an interesting. It was interesting. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. The pineapple on top, I didn't like, and and it kind yeah. of threw me off a little bit. But I, I thought, it, I thought it was tasty. I yeah. liked it. I, I mean, I didn't love it. I, I I did like the the coconut was one of the only things that livened it up. I think it was just like a little bizarre, and and maybe what you guys are saying of it not, not being the best best execution. I think if I had yeah. a better kugel, it would. What do you think of that rugula though? I like the rugula. They're they're nice. I mean, like both these desserts, I think were a little. I like I liked the I liked that probably better, but yeah, yeah. They were both were a little dry, and I I think I like a little bit of moisture with a dessert. Mm-hmm. I think I like you know I'd, I'd like like a pie a la mode or or a slice of cake more. Um, but I like the the I like the the cinnamon. Rugula, I think, and I, and I thought was quite nice, and the chocolate chip was good too. I, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of chips in there, a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun with your friends. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed both of them. I, 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 I did. I did. I prefer the the which were basically cookies, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good. How did those st- stack up to other rugulas? I've had better rugulas as mm. well. Yeah, yeah, but I, uh, more or less, it's about the same. The same. <laughs> right? There's there's not there's a not, wide range yeah. of what you can do with that type <laughs> right. of dish. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, somewhere in the middle of the very limited range. Uh, well, we've come to the point in the podcast where we give our assessment of this chain. And since we are in October blessed, instead of forks, 
I'm going to say we should rate these from zero to five stars of David. Okay. Uh, What's that? Machan David? Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I said that right, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, so uh, so uh, we'll each go around, give our closing argument, and then uh, assign it a rating. Uh, Susser, we'll begin with you. Okay. Uh, so Cantor's, I think a big thing that it has going for it is the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Famously, the spot where comics of the 1970s decided to go on strike against Mitzi Shore, right? Uh, where they would all go and hang out after their sets. You can and watch it all would, on uh, what the hell is the name of the show? I'm dying up here. I'm dying up here. You can watch a fictionalized version <laughs> of that, <Yes>. mm-hmm. <laughs> which With I a, think a, they canceled it before they got to the strike. Yeah. <laughs> Did they really? uh, I don't. Know. Was, was I don't there know. like it's Cantor's stand-in? I wonder. No, I think it was Cantor's. Oh actually. wow! Oh, that's cool. I but think. like the comedians were like Jay Lemo and David <laughs> yeah. Letterson. Uh huh. <laughs> Letterson and Lemo? Yeah. The guy they got playing Letterson was great, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so the atmosphere, I think, is great. The food, it it is what it is. It's like, yep, it feels like authentic and real, but none of it is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... Uh, so I think, you know, if you took... Like, I have family uh, from New York. I think if I took them to Cantor's, mm-hmm. they would be like, oh, it's the best you got. They would not be. Ooh, right. I don't think they would necessarily be too impressed. Wow! Uh, but as a place to go to hang out, um, I would say it's good. So I will give it uh, three and a half uh, stars of David. Oh, wow! Okay. That's not bad. All right, go ahead, David. Okay. Well, um, I feel pretty much the same way about Cantor's. I grew up in Los Angeles, so I have the, my feeling about it was it's not my go-to deli for any of the things that I go to delis for. So it's a, but it is just. It does everything fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it delivered to the same level that I'm used to. There wasn't anything worse than I was expecting. I did have a lot more fun trying a lot of things there. Um, but I, I found that going to most delis, I'm always like, oh, I'm really excited to have this one thing, and that's what I'll get there, and I'll mm-hmm, get this. Right. Other. And with Cantor's, I kind of am lost with like what the one thing I would want to get there. Um, all that said... I'm probably going to go a half a star of David lower than Evan. Mm. And I'm going to say three stars of David. I think it is a great representation of what a deli does, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't execute it at its best. Right. Um, I I agree. One addendum, I will say, if you are visiting Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and you're not a deli snob or even like a food snob and you're just looking for interesting places to go. I would say that history. Cantor's it's, would maybe be on the list mm-hmm. of a place yeah. I would recommend. That that whole section there is 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 like an interesting. It's Fairfax, yeah. right? It's just an interesting kind of uh, feels old and historic, and it's in Cantor's especially. Yeah, it's just you, been around there for a while. You've so. got like a like a vintage, uh, you know, a, a thrift shop that's been there for generations, right next to a Supreme store. It's like yeah. it's like kind of eclectic, kind of old bakeries, and and then and then the silent movie theater is up the street. Right, it's like it's been there for a long. Time. Um. Uh. All right. Is it my yeah. turn? Yeah. It's your yeah. turn. Look, I had a blast eating there with you guys. Great company. A lot of fun. I. 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 I was very interested in 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 how you guys grew up, the culture, the Jewish culture, and I love delis. I. I, I gotta say, I am. I'm jealous. I wish that. Catholic, like it's so cool to have a Jewish deli 
There's no such thing as a Catholic well, deli. You know what Catholics get? Everything else. <laughs> I, but I'm, but, Am but, I right? I, what I'm saying is, I, it's such a it's such a cool thing. The food there is so interesting and different. I love deli sandwiches. I love pastrami. Uh-huh. I love Rubens. Like I've proven to you guys here tonight <laughs> that I believe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one's doubting it. Can, Cantor's Deli. It's it's just P- corn beef, <laughs> sauerkraut. <laughs> we did do this. It's right. real. <laughs> Russian uh, dressing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Sparky! <laughs> why is it the not? Why is Russian dressing the bad one? Uh, um, I, I so I, I I love I love Cantor's in in particular just because it's a, a place that has a lot of history. I've been there over the years. I like I I I, I like a lot about it. It's not right. the best place to get food. I love. I, and I'm simple. I love Katz's Deli in New York. It's great. It's one of the the best pastrami sandwiches I've ever had. I and and that's and as far as food goes, that mm-hmm. that beats Cantor's. But Cantor's it covers everything you need. It's fun. It's a little grimy in there, but but I I'm going three point seven five stars of David. Wow. But overall, to the Jewish culture, to my to my friends, mm. to my experience, to the to Jewish delis in 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 general. Five stars of David. Get, uh, come on. Are you kidding me? Did you okay. just rate Judaism? So. <laughs> I didn't rate Judaism. Uh, right. What the fuck's going on? Something kind of all-encompassing. I mean, it's good yeah. that it's that positive. Good. I liked it. It was, was five. And uh, also, Nick, you're going to have to rate Judaism as well. <laughs> uh, five stars of David. <laughs> oh, um, all right. Uh, I, I like uh, I like Canners. Susser's right. Not the best LA has to offer, but like a cool like landmark. What is the best um, LA has to offer? Oh, well, we can't in terms get into of that right here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure, sorry, no. sorry, that, that sorry. That is where sorry. we have to draw the line. Just, we okay, got to draw. Contract. That is that's the icy dead people. All right, I won't say. I won't. <laughs> that's saying who Kaiser Soze is. All right, that, fair enough. That is our whole. <laughs> that is our whole bagel and locks right there. You cannot. You can't give that away. Okay, great. I um, also want to say this. The the French I had French fries with my Reuben and the French fries there they have steak fries they're usually really good they weren't great last night but I also thought your potato salad was great it was good there you go yeah. Nick go for it um the answer's <laughs> anyway so <laughs> we will be we will be bleeping that out or this episode won't air <laughs> we'll, so, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll bleep it out we'll bleep it out <laughs> so. Uh, you're getting a plane ticket to Nuremberg. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. A plane ticket. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we're going on a trip. Yeah, just sort of see this. Just enjoy it. Okay, I'll just experience the history, yeah. I guess. Um, uh, it, th- this is a uh, this is a very solid Jewish deli. I like Jewish delis. I like eating there on lonely Christmases. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I like to. It's a great, like it's, it's. I think that's a nice spot if you don't have anything you're else to do. You're talking about Christmases where you're alone. You go to the to delis by yeah, yourself. Yeah, me and Natalie, and we're just gonna de- like. It's just like okay, oh, okay, this is a thing we can do. It's just like we'll go to a place we know it's gonna be open. And it's kind of a fun, a fun place to spend some time. Um, I, I think the, I like uh, Canners. I like that it's a little grimy. I like that the servers range from curt to just outright mean. Like I like that. It, it's just like it feels very authentic that you're kind of getting that experience. And um, and I, I think the food is fine. It's expensive. Expensive, but they've got that big ranging menu. They accomplish what a, a they live up to the expectations of a deli. I am going to go. I think uh, also on the somewhat on the higher end here. I'm going to say three and a half stars of David for Canter's Deli. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think this is a this is type of restaurant. This genre of restaurant is something I really enjoy. And uh, any opportunity to go on one of these, I always feel like I'm just going to have a good time, even if I by myself. Uh, okay, uh, that was our review of Canter's Deli. Hell yeah. L'chaim. We didn't even L'chaim. get into the service. L'chaim. That was. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. There is some staple about deli service where right. it's like a little 
rushed or like mean or curt and like yes. personality driven in a very odd way and older people usually I, there was this uh, yeah absolutely there was this this uh, server i i used to see i went to this deli izzy's on the west side i used to go to it's open 24 hours one of the only options over on uh in, in santa monica that's open 24 hours and um i s- actually stopped going as frequently because the server would like overpour because she just got used to seeing me and she'd be she'd be like give me an extra hmm. glass of wine this seems like, like a chicken, or, chicken or the egg type <laughs> of deal <laughs> I was like I can't just go here and have three glasses of wine when I just want to have like a breakfast but you know uh, that sometimes ends up happening um, that was our review of Cantor's it's time for a segment we're going to decide if something is a little too spicy oh no it's another edition of Hot or Not no hey, no it's not it's not oh, it's hell Hell yeah, or heavens no. The segment is still hot or not, because I got to sing the song, but we'll, still, we'll have a different rating system. It's hot or not. It's hot or not. It's hell yeah, or heavens no. It's hot or not. Me mouth on fire. Me tongue on fire. Feeling hot or not. They see us tasting. Their mind is racing. Is it hot or not? All right, so this is hot or not? Oh, October blast. Boringly, that was such a. I'm sitting here smiling for you and your good friends, Mitch and Evan, are just sitting here while you sing that song. They've heard it before. Yeah. I was, I was looking at Susser so and angry. I was angry, and I turned and Emma, you were dancing in your seat. <laughs> See, people oh, like it. Man. So, Nick, we got these. Someone sent these in to us. Yes. Uh, for Hot or Not, which today, for October Blessed, is going to be called Hell Yes or Heavens No. No, that's the rating system. The segment's still called Hot or Not. <sighs> we're decide- We're going to decide if something is hot How or not by saying whether these flavors... Blessed. How you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Heaven No. Okay, all right. That'll Hell be the no. new song. These flavors are for the heat seekers, except for Truffalo. RF Gang. That's so, uh, first oh, so the first one the, is the righteous felon the righteous felon felon gang. Wait, this so is these are jer- these are jerkies. The first one we're trying is the least heat. And can you read Sus? Can you can you tell the people what what, what type it is? It's the righteous felon Beef, and the jerky truffalo truffalo. Uh, the first black truffle jerky in American. History. This is a non spicy one. It's non spicy. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm scared because I'm not a spice guy. I'm not a heat. Oh seeker. wow, not a heat seeker oh, at all. No. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, I don't love truffles. And I think in this context, it's a little off-putting. I mean, it, I can tell it's a high-quality jerky, but I just don't like the flavor. I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm going to say heaven's yes to this because it's not hot at all, mm-hmm. Is that but I like it? the taste of it. Mm-hmm. Are we rating whether we like the taste or whether it's hot? I mean, you could say whether or not you like it. I think the rating system is whether or not it's... it's what what yeah. did you say? Hell yeah or, or heaven's no? Hell yeah or heaven's no. But we're, the, the question we we're answering is... this. The well, question you're answering is whether it's hot or the question is answering whether you like it. I, I like it, so my answer is hell no. It's, <laughs> it's hell yes if it's hot. Yes. Heaven's no if it's not hot. With this first one, Mitch has decided to break format. <laughs> <laughs> say heaven's yes because it's okay. not hot, but he likes Susser it. Susser gets <laughs> the pot. This Susser gets. I'll also say heaven's yes. All right. The second the second one we have is the Righteous Felon Baby Blues Barbecue. This one has sweet barbecue blend, 
of habanero and serranos. Ooh, Can boy, I just boy. say, for deli boys, it's not going to all be Holocaust jokes. No. We're going to get our act together. It's really going to be a good thing where we're going to explore both Jewish culture and the history of Los Angeles. And we are going to have some funny guests. And yes, we are going to have a Patreon on day one. But, <laughs> but I really think that if, guys, if you stick with us, I think it's really going to be a fun and special thing. And we're going to do good stuff together. For right. Sure. I agree with that. I, guys, yeah. It's not a breadcast. It's not no, a breadcast. It's not going to be in the Doughboy feed. You're going to have to go to your own to its own feed and subscribe it's going to be for real we're going to knock out we're going to say these are the jewish delis we're going to do those jewish delis yes. in la we have a plan we have a plan it's going to be really good uh and if you like doughboys you might like this too I yeah like it. i'm gonna i'm gonna listen and hopefully guess i would say there's a final solution for the deli boys oh boy uh, no, oh boy. No, it's it's well i'm getting them out now we'll this we'll is the podcast i'm allowed we'll... to do it on you, you know we'll fun talk f- about it <laughs> what'll be fun for you guys is if if it's like uh, the the response to Doughboys, you'll have lots of people lots of listeners playing along with your sense of humor mm-hmm. so you guys will have a lot of holocaust jokes tweeted at you yeah. <laughs> by people who think like they can they kind of have that sort of a uh, shorthand with yeah, you yeah and if one you're of you right. is the dumb one people will tell you constantly well, that you're a fool and- <laughs> you know what's fun though what is what is fun about starting this podcast is that if you don't like it you are anti-semitic <laughs> And so that's just gra- that's that's just one right out of the bat. So that you just have to deal with that. Yeah. Do you want to be in the same category as pre two thousand nine Mitch? Well, <laughs> well, don't subscribe to Deli Boys. Jesus Christ! The fucking roast episode for Mitch. Yeah, I want to stand up for Mitch. He loves the Jewish people. He does. So now now we've got the the baby blues, blues barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. So so I wait. Did we already rate the Mitch? Last one? Mitch read the ingredients. Oh, yeah, I, that, this one it. it's it's like yeah, the we, slightest tingle for the ba- oh, for the baby we, blues we barbecue. Even, I'm, I'm heat. So, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not talking. Not. In, your mic is down. Whoops. That wasn't too. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't rate the last one. The the truffalos. Yeah. No, the, the, we did rate. Oh, you guys didn't rate yeah. the truffalos. No, get, I related the truffalos. Get your shit together, everybody! <laughs> no, for no. God's sake. The one we just had. The yeah. baby blues one. Yes. Oh, the baby, that was blues. baby blues one. So yeah. I'm just eating it again. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Jesus. Okay. The, the one know. that was one was completely not spicy, and one was. Kind okay. Of yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Okay. Truffalos, heavens, yes, whatever. This one is this one this is still is a he- is a heavens no Wait, for it me. It doesn't work. Usually, the segment you have options. Now it's just yes or no. Hell yes. He- hold on, it's hell this yes yes bad. yes. Hell yes yes. Okay. Hell yes. This makes sense. Hell. Mm-hmm. Heaven. Heavens no. <laughs> heavens no no. Heavens no no no. And you know what? Uh, and uh, I gave it a heavens yes because I loved the taste of it, but it was not spicy in the least bit. Right. I'm going to give the the first one. I'm going to mend my score to heavens no no no. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this one we just had is a heavens no because it's got the mild tingle, but it's not Ooh, really spicy. I would, at all. I, would, I would this. I would give this just one straight up hell. I would too. Yeah. yeah I'm going to give it a heavens no because it, it's 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 pretty mild, but there is a little sensation. Um, also, I, I'm just going to suggest that the heaven uh, hell one we just replaced with a single entry for purgatory. All right, yeah, I like that. All okay. right, great. That'll be our zero. This third one is Habanero Escobar, okay. notorious meat with habanero heat. Hmm. Panan Pablo Escobar. You know, if they did a poblano pepper, they could have done poblano Escobar. That would have maybe been a little bit well, the, the uh, more one to one. I am legit scared of this one. I yeah. feel like I can see the hot sauce on it. You took a, very, a pretty substantial say, chunk. Of okay. Just take a little nibble. All right, I'm, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a chunk of this now. By the way, the art on this is a lot of fun. It's a uh, it's a cow. He's got a tattoo. He's got an eye patch, and he's wearing a sombrero and holding up a. He's having his picture taken for a mug shot. Uh, you can tell this cow is bad news, and by implication, this jerky is as well. A little bit. Uh, there is a little more heat on this one. Yeah, you told me to not be scared. I, I was wrong. <laughs> it took it took it's, some it's, time. It takes it takes a, it takes a second. I was wrong. 
You know. Oh yeah. It, it There's some heat on this one. There is some heat. The habanero. You can feel that habanero. <laughs> Here's what we got to start doing. <laughs> when we do this segment, Mitch, we got to take a break. A break and go like make sure we get some extra water. Yes. So that we have it on hand because need... our water is just tapped out at this oh, point. Right. Okay. This one is. Does anyone else? Hey, Yusong's getting us some water. Very nice, Sam. Thank you, no, Yusong. Oh, he's just going. He's just drinking it himself. <laughs> he's taunting us. He's um, just... I think this one has some 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 genuine heat to it. I'm going to say yep. this is a this is maybe a hell yes, single yes. Thank you. Yusong. I agree with that. I was, yeah. I'll say hell. I'll say hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I will say, and I'll take one of those waters. I mean, it, and it lasts with you a little oh, bit. Yeah. Habanero, for whatever reason, always 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 gets me. Is one of those room temp? We go. We got the water sorted up. Temp. Okay, I'll take you the room the temp. Room yeah, okay. give me the room temp. Guys, the last one is Voodoo Chili Carolina Reaper. This Ooh. one, this one is this one is bad. Make DP at first. <laughs> a face melting, a face melting medley of Carolina oh, Reaper and Reaper and Ooh, my Boston accent and garlic. Face now, melting in the Jewish faith. We do not believe in hell. Mm. That's true. So I don't know where to send all these jerkies to. <laughs> Guys, where this- does a bad person go when they die? Well, it's they, a good question, and if you want to have a 15-hour conversation <laughs> and not know the answer, I could send you in the direction of some people. Pass. Uh, Mitch is circulating the jerky. Emma this, is having this, a one is, this one is supposedly the hottest one. I'm, take, I'm going in, guys. All right, so I, I'm, I'm expecting this one, if it lives up to, uh, to its name, to actually be a real, uh, a real inferno in the old uh, gullet. Let's see how it goes. Susser is ta- taking a piece. I'm going to take a little chunk of my own. The art on this one is... I just want to show the, everyone that I'm taking a big-ass bite of this thing. You know, the thing is... I, I just th- decided to stop doing it and swallowed it whole because I didn't want it. I could tell it was about to start getting spicy. Here's what yeah. I'd say. The art is a little weird because the, the one for this one, the previous... These are all mug shots. The previous one is some sort of bandito... This is like a Jimi Hendrix-esque rocker mm. that's saying, like, that's the the most dangerous thing of all is rock and roll music. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mitch, your eyes just started <laughs> yeah, bulging. he bugged out. Yep. It's bad. It's hot. It's, you know, and here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. In Jewish foods, no chili spice. It's all horseradish spice. Yeah. And I love that stuff. I, the horseradish, I could go to the to eleven. Like, right. I don't know if you've been to Philippe's downtown or whatever. They have a really spicy horseradish sauce. I love it. Yeah, I can take a lot of horseradish. I can take a lot of heat too. Uh, conventional heat too. This is pretty spicy. I think this this earns uh, this earns yeah. two yeses. I'm gonna say this is a hell yes yes. Yeah, this one is. It's if you took a, if you take a big bite of, if you if you, if you take a big piece of it. It will it will get you. Oh right. Yeah, I would say it's a hell yes yes. I could imagine spicier, but this is to me at the point where it stops being pleasant. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to eat more of this. That's yeah. my issue with spice in general. I feel like so much of it is unpleasant. Mm. I th- I understand where it provides flavor, but there's a culture around the broiness of spicy, like manly, like masculine. Yes, I, I know what you're like, saying. You got to handle the spice, bro. And I'm like, the- but I don't. It's not, Sus, but Sus I like just food. I want to taste it. Yeah. This, that, that, oh, okay. That that's like the uh, that that's the kind of thing that I think you you get the same sort of thing with like IPAs. Is mm-hmm. people just like like oh I want a really hoppy IPA. Like I want this double hop IPA. Yeah. You like, like it, 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 there's there is some some dick measuring involved in that, which I think gets a little annoying. But I do think like there's a lot of spicy food that's just like good. And I think if you have it and right. you're not trying to impress people, but you're just trying to pursue the level of pleasure that works for you. And certainly people have different palates. I exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like think I think things spicy. I'm a little bit of a heat seeker. Um, <laughs> did you guys give your rating? 
What did you say? Oh, what is I mean, I didn't like any of the spice stuff. Cause you didn't like spicy. it. But what would you rate this but last I, one in terms of heat intensity? Hell. Hell hell is actually hell is like uh, oh hell's nothing. (laughs) Hell is slightly above like zero. Oh hell yes 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 yes. I mean you can go for yes okay, but the the yeses that don't indicate that I liked it. Got it. Yeah, they indicate the heat level. Yeah, okay. The the this this one is hell. Yeah, I I took I took a pretty big piece in it and and it is. But I'll say it lingers too. It's not like the sort of thing where I'm like I need milk and I can't see and I'm crying. Right, right. It's not that. So it so it is. But it is for it's still like. Spicy, but a little. It's no longer pleasantly spicy. It's. it's yeah. I'm. I'm fighting. But it's also it. like it's sitting with me bad now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and beef jerky. And you you know. are like sweating, like someone who's had like. Uh, oh, like yeah. You're looking like Homer after the pepper. <laughs> it, it, it's it's it, it's it's hot, but it's not the hottest. You know, like it's not like a thing where I have to like wash my mouth out and drink milk. Yeah. But it, it's it is it's spicy, and I think the jerky is good. I give all the snacks. Yeah, I, they're I good like jerky. It. I, it's, High it quality jerky. Good jerky, but. But um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's 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 spicy. It, 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 this is very close to like one more level. That's hell. Yes, yes, yes. And it's you yeah. got to drink milk, and it's bad. Um, nice work, folks at Righteous Felon. At Righteous Felon, if you wanna uh, you wanna check that jerky out. Uh, by the way, this is not branded content. The Doughboys can't be bought. Um, just like a that was uh that was our hotter Deli Boys, however, <laughs> can be bought. So <laughs> send in what you got, money wise. <laughs> Just like a restaurant where you value your feedback, let's open up the feedback. We have a voicemail this week on what we're now calling the hot and ready line. Let's take a listen. Uh, this is Jake West at Western Mark on Twitter. Big fan of the show. Uh, so after so much time going to chain restaurants with each other, do Nick and Mitch think that they could order for each other at a restaurant? Like if you guys went to a Chili's, do you think you could order something the other person would want to eat? Thanks so much. Love the show. Skittle scattle. Oh boy! Oh my god! Um, wow. That took a turn. Uh, I, you know, I actually do think that I, you know, I, I think we all kind of know each other uh, uh, pretty well, and 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 could kind of calculate what each other would want. But the the thing I will say with you, with you, Mitch, is that I know that like if there's a place with a cocktail, you're gonna want something like a mai tai. You're gonna want some sort of island drinks. So that's, that's the thing true. I always think of is getting you some sort of thing with with pineapple and coconut uh, served in a big fun glass because I know that means you're gonna have a good time. Um, I know you, you're you're a burger guy, you're a pizza guy, uh, you're a big sandwich guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean. Like I, I think also you're a guy who, and I'm not saying this to be insulting, uh, though it could be interpreted that way. But I, I think you're a guy who like likes food, so I, I feel like there's oh, yeah. there's not a lot of stuff where you're gonna like turn up your nose at it. I think like you're open to different types of of cuisine. So um, yeah, I, I think I think you're a pretty easy easy that guy being to order. Said, for. Evan and I went and got pizza with Mitch the other night, and when we floated oh, the idea yeah. of ordering before he got there. He was livid. Oh, right. He, is, he does have some control issues. <laughs> hold on a second. What the hell? You think you call me a control freak, but that's projection. Oh, hold on a second. Let's All right. Let's talk about control freak. Hey, Nick, I have an idea for a Doughboys thing. It's called Doughboys Delivery Line. No, nah, I don't like that. Okay. Tonight, we got a new thing that we're calling the hot and ready line. What the fuck is that shit? You want to talk about control freak? When did you suggest delivery line? Susser? I don't remember. Oh, God damn it. It's on our texts. I'll find it in there. Okay, find it. Send it to me. His delivery line is probably a better name for that. I think it's confusing because we're not delivering oh, really? anything. Oh, you're, you think it's confusing? So you have heard this from me before? <laughs> no, but I think hearing you it now. You definitely heard it from me, you piece of shit. I probably heard it from you, and I probably rightfully batted it down. And then you created this tonight. Yeah, the hot and ready line. On your own. Yeah. So uh, my idea, but you changed it. You control freak. I think it's a better name. Oh, God. Anyways, you're a control freak. Um... 
I could order for you, Nick. I think you like your libations. So uh, I may imbibe in a... <laughs> Excuse me, server, sir. I May, may I have... Uh, I think you're going to go for a kind of a classic cocktail. You're you're, you're uh, talking like I'm a guy who go to re- goes to Renaissance fairs. You, 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 you are, but you, you don't even do the fun thing of going to the Renaissance fair. <laughs> <laughs> so you would, get, you would get some sort of cocktail, I'd say... I think you're you're, you're going to go with some sort of whiskey drink, Nick. I think I think uh, I like whiskey. Yeah, I think I think you would do something like that, like a uh, um, what? Help me out here, uh, sus the the uh, like a Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's exactly what I was trying to sure. think. Sure, Manhattan. And then if we're at Chili's specifically, so whatever Manhattan you get there, I think that you would either go with. Hear me out here. Yes, you start with a salad because you always like to get your salad. You like to get your greens in. I absolutely, yeah, that's a great observation. And and you would and you would probably get just kind of like the house you love because a lot of the times you'll love the house mixed green salad, like right. a, kind of like a classic, classic salad. dinner salad, yeah. And maybe I think you you know what I'm gonna say you go with blue cheese dressing for this meal, yeah. Uh, uh, and then you're gonna get for the main course you were at Chili's. I think that you're gonna either go with. This is this. I think I can really get this. You're getting into it. It started as a joke, and now you're really <laughs> going somewhere. I, I think you're you're gonna get. There's a couple of things you could get. You could get the rack of li- ribs mm-hmm. because you like to try the ribs, especially when the, when it's kind of a featured featured thing. Right. I think you might get a a, a baked potato with that side, yeah. and maybe some veggies mm-hmm. to go along with it. Or you're gonna get a fish dish. Or I think honestly, if we went to Chili's again, I think that you get fajitas. Oh, I might do it. I do like that sizzle. It's a lot of fun presentation. <laughs> and Mitch, thank you for not saying that when that fajita pan is brought to the table, I'm going to toss my dinner salad into it, which I know you were thinking, but you restrained yourself. <laughs> it's October blessed. God I'm, bless you. And you said it for me, so <laughs> it works out great. Um, now, now, the Deli Boys. The Deli can Boys. Can you order for each other? What would you guys get yourselves? <laughs> what? I mean, I think that at a deli or just anywhere. Yeah, No, let's say at a deli. Order for each other at a deli. Well, okay. I think we just talked about what we <laughs> like. All right, fine. Then at Chili's. Chili's, then. Oh, it doesn't chilies. have to be Chili's. No, it's Chili's. All right, great. Chili's. Uh, I would get... I don't know the Chili's menu that well, but for David... You're I would, rattling the mic again. For David, I would... Get, oh, boy, we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got to get this together. I think I would get either uh, at Chili's, either a hamburger or a French dip sandwich if they had that i don't know hey, they don't they, they have that? it that's what i get them at hillstone yeah. yep um oh and then pro maybe uh, well every time i'm with david for dinner he would usually say something like this should we get an appetizer <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i would probably just pick some random we'll appetizer and <laughs> or just like, wait for me to yeah, ask if we can get it ask. yeah also you guys over exaggerate i did not flip out about it but you'd <laughs> I will say this: You guys did put in a pizza order without asking anyone, which is a, that's a strong move. It is a yeah, strong it move. It was strong, and it was and actually it, very smart. And, and also, and there was one you, portion that you didn't like. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like mushrooms on my pizza. Yeah, but we got enough. Options. It was one fourth of the pizza order involved mushrooms. One, you, you guys, one you guys, quarter portion is that what yeah, you're trying to say? One quarter portion <laughs> did involve mushrooms. And you guys, you you did knock it out. I'll give you credit. Uh-huh. DP, okay. what would you? What are you ordering for Susser? Oh, I'd. Besides, you know, probably half the menu. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny listening to you guys. You were like, you know what? I'm really going to think about it. And you're like, I would get them this, this. You started listing all the menu items <laughs> as you slowly went down. It was like the ribs or fish or maybe fajitas. I, I, was, I gave three dinner options. They, um, I would get all of them. Yeah. Um, 
I'd get I'd get Evan the uh, the ribs. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Is that true? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. I would definitely eat ribs. Eat a lot of, chili, and you know what I would also get. I would get you a little starter salad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. I like that. Uh, mate, what? Blue cheese dressing? Nope. Nah. <laughs> uh, I went too Wait, far. Wait, the same order I got for, <laughs> for Wagger? Ribs, but I definitely would uh, in the same instinct that I had to get the chicken at the pot. If I'm at Chili's, I'd be like, I got to get the ribs. Yeah. I mean, you know, it feels like you got to right. do it. And DP, oh, so- if you're going to order the ribs for Susser, you got to order him a clean shirt. <laughs> <laughs> If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on Mitch's idea, the Doughboys Delivery Line, no, as we... it will now be known, the oh. Doughboys Delivery Line in the spirit of October Blast. I don't care it what it's called. It is a good called. idea. Okay. At 830-GO-DOUGH, that's 830-463-6844. I'm sorry for bulldozing your idea. I, I hope you will forgive me for it. I did. I honestly didn't. I had forgotten that conversation. I'm going to post a picture it. of the text message chain uh, up on uh, Instagram the the uh, the day this episode's released. I just apologize for you. You could have you could have accepted my apology <laughs> and forgiven me. Instead, you're going to try to rub it in my face. What a, what a thrill the listener will be able to read the text message chain. The hey, Doughboys yeah, War Room. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't appreciate me enough. Hello, are you not responding? <laughs> What's going? <laughs> Screw you, Weiger. <laughs> And there, hey, that was there, all Mitch, by the way. Yeah, there's there, I'll, 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 a lot of the times I'll have full conversations with myself. <laughs> and you can get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, by joining the Golden or Platinum Plate Clubs at patreon.com slash doughboys. And keep an eye open for the Deli Boys Patreon coming soon. <laughs> Deli Boys. That Patreon will be out well before the podcast. <laughs> uh, October Bless continues all month long. David Phillips, Evan Suster, thank you so much for joining us. I'll let you do your plugs now. Well, Deli Boys. I mean, that's that's the plug. Deli Boys. Listen to it. Give us a date one more time. The The first first night night of Hanukkah, Hanukkah. December 2nd. Wow. Wow. That's when we can expect the first episode wherever you find podcasts. And And then every Shabbat after that. Yes. I love it. Guys, what a what, what it was so nice to to have a nice uh Jewish deli dinner with you guys. It was great. It is. You guys are a couple of menches and wow. it was great. Whoa. Wow. You got the a, highest honor. What a compliment, I think. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, good. What the hell? You don't know what mensch means? <laughs> I thought it might there was a chance it might be an insult. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, he's the biggest goy I've ever yeah, had. <laughs> hey, what can we say now but pastrami? <laughs> Sauerkraut. <laughs> It's corned beef, you fool. Right. <laughs> Happy eating. See ya. <laughs> hey, San Diego. We're doing a live show at the House of Blues on Friday, November 30th. For tickets and info, go to headgum.com slash live and look for Doughboys. Surf's up. See you there, buddy. Now you're speaking my language. That was a HeadGum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>